Save Room Plays, the podcast where we talk about the games we're touching and the games that touch us. My name's Kevin. My name's Daniel. And this is a very special episode. Sony did a thing. And we watched it. Mm -hmm. I was working, technically. That upset me. I was supposed to be working, but I ended up uh, getting on a late lunch that day, and it lined up perfectly for 2.30. I got clocked on to my lunch at 2.30, I 3 o'clock hit. I had a call. watching it. I had a call that I was hosting. I thought about backing out of it, like, all day. Mm -hmm. Like, I woke up and I was like, I should cancel that meeting. But it became, like, clearer and clearer how much that meeting needed to happen. Mm -hmm. And I said to myself, I don't like this. I don't like this life. Why do I have to make adult decisions when I want to watch video game advertisements for yeah. 13 minutes? Yeah, we were all like popping off in the Discord yeah, channel in real Discord. time, and you're like, goddamn workflows. Fucking hate work. <laughs> Somebody put a bullet in me. And I, then, you know, it just didn't happen. Wow. I know. <laughs> it's like the Hulk, like, oh, somebody put a, a bullet in me, but the other guy spit it out, you know? Streamer Kevin came, this guy that spit it out. <laughs> I want to open up the, the save room hosting chair to a yeah. third personality yeah. um, who's been missing from podcasts over the months, maybe it's over true. the years here. We know him personally amongst the save room as the Capcom captain. Oh, excuse me? I think. He's going to have a special place on this episode. On this and, episode? Yeah, whenever we want to cue him in, we can. He's got a busy schedule, though. <laughs> you think, what's he busy with? Maybe, like... Blocking leakers? Like Monster Hunter or something? <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah, leaking nothing but Street Fighter information onto the streets. Yeah. Saying that this information belongs to the people. <laughs> you don't get to hide this. I'm the people's leaker, damn it. Yeah, that's amazing how much shit leaked from uh, right? SF6. Like, uh, a lot of character like, assets and the things. Twitter, the Twitter had to make a, a little statement about it going like, hey, you know, when you're living in, it was funny, <laughs> when you're living in Metro City, sometimes you see things you shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, at least we appreciate your enthusiasm. Because like, that's the best that you could say, which is like, well, cool that you guys are into it. You could all just be shitting on us right now after seeing all the character designs. But yeah, that was a full fucking roster, man. Yeah, it literally could have gone any way for them and i think yeah. it probably went the best way possible the best to be way. honestly yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and i'm gonna i'm trying to pull it up real quick i wanna are you trying to read out all the what if people don't want to be leaked no 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 what if people what, don't want their was it from leaked? capcom usa or where was it from what was oh it was the street fighter twitter the street fighter twitter they have their own twitter yeah it's just called street fighter oh wow yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, i guess if you're a global fighting game brand like that they had yeah, to pay a dude it. off who was actually a street fighter and he was like oh i don't know man Kind of got a reputation to uphold here as a street fighter. <laughs> I go in the bars and I drag people out to the street and then I fight them. That's why they call me street fighter. <laughs> That's why they call me street fighter. That's why they me street fighter. Yeah, uh, I thought there was a bit more to this quote, but no, you, you nailed it. Like, yeah, it's no, like you internalized it. Yeah, I've been uh, taking those fish oil pills. It's good for your memory. I've been taking a few of them too. Yeah, how's it here and there. Um, Pretty good here and there. Yeah, yeah, spotty, yeah. you know. Where were you in January 6th? Which year? 2021. <laughs> well, we were living in the old place. yeah, yeah. It was a cold winter. I was working from home. I was in a work meeting when that was happening, too. Mm -hmm. And somebody mentioned it. was like, oh, wow, crazy. Well, anyway, uh, can we uh, take a look open at this Excel and look at this data real quick? And I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, under capitalism, mm -hmm. historic events don't matter because capitalism matters more. That's true. Yeah, yeah. That is true. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, what were we talking about? I don't know. I think we lost the lead. of like We lost the lead. Yeah. We lost the lead. Didn't yeah, have so to cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it. So this one's going to be a particularly exciting episode because we got Sony out here being like, hey, here's our state of play. Hey. Hey, hey, guys, hey gamers. <laughs> hey, hey, gals. It's Pride Month. Hi. <laughs> this, this is our big uh, Pride loot drop we're doing for, for the gamers yeah. with a Y. 
Yeah, the state of play was only for the gays. Um, if you weren't a gay, don't watch it. And, and, <laughs> and ahead of it, they were like, hey, we're going to do a focus on PSVR 2 titles, uh, mm. second and third party stuff, right? So already the gamers were like, oh, there's going to be shit. It's going to be a fucking C minus tier. Right. They're going to show us NAC 3. I'm going show- to hang myself. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I remember. Yeah, it, it, you know, it's it's hard to kind of drown out some of the negative noise when people are really bad at reading exactly period. into... <laughs> yeah, reading period and reading into what Sony says these things are yeah. going to be. Because I don't think they ever advertise them as anything else but like, hey, this is what we have. We're going to show some shit. And that's yeah. it. That's they're like, like <laughs> hey, we're going to show indie games and fucking third party shit. And they're like, right. God of War 3? It's like, like when, what? It's like when your boss puts a meeting on the calendar with no agenda. And you're like, what? What is this going to be? Yeah. What? Where are my expectations? And people are like, should I lower my expectations? Should will I be safe <laughs> if I don't anticipate Final Fantasy 16 to be there? <laughs> so I'll, I'll say, for my expectations, mm. it met them, exceeded them. I think this was easily like a B plus yeah. A uh, state of play, like just off of everything that they promised and what we got out of it. Yeah, I think yeah. it was really, really strong. Um, the thing that bothers me the most about this is that You're Jeff. Bothered. Keely gets to claim credit to this because he said Summer Games Fest starts now and State of Play is like the kickoff for it. <laughs> oh, so he's that kid yeah. in the in the group, right? The one that uh, puts his name on the project mm-hmm. but didn't do shit. Nope. You don't get to claim a season, Jeff. Jeffrey Keely. <laughs> it's it's hot Jeffrey Summer. <laughs> I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you, Jeff. The world premiere—they're getting to your head. They're—they're—they're mm-hmm. they're, they're enlarging that head of yours, Jeffrey. Now, listen, we're all excited for video games, mm-hmm. but you don't just gonna walk in and be like, if you do anything in a specific time period, you gotta get Papa Keely in there. <laughs> no, you don't. Summer's what? locked down by me. I, I own it. I forgot that. Yeah, the little Summer Game Fest logo was mm-hmm. like on the like interstitial screens, right? Mm-hmm. What are you doing, yeah. man? What are you doing here? And I think the Netflix Geek Week is also rolled into it somehow. A Geek Week? Yeah. I thought they canceled literally everything. (laughs) Left and right. Like, they're canceling fucking every other animated short movie series that they had going. They're canceling big AAA efforts now. (laughs) I like to imagine uh, Netflix going... Okay, let's see here. New directors, $150,000 for contracts. Uh, Got to get some new talent uh, with the agency pool here. And uh, we spent $500 million an episode per Stranger Things. Help me budget this. <laughs> How do I do this? And it's like, well, I got to tell you, Netflix. I mean, it was worth it. That season popped. That season popped. Great, fuck po- off. great fucking season right Stranger there. Things is back. Yeah. People are really dubious about the Stranger Things. You know that? Sometimes it gets me. I'm just like, y'all, I get it. Mm-hmm. It's a big old corpo streaming service that's sure. like funding this thing but there's a lot of fucking heart in stranger things man there's i think so i yeah. enjoy it i enjoy it very yeah much. it's got a very good heartbeat to it a good cast i think some of it like after a while got a little predictive or derivative of like some of the homages and references it was sure. doing and people are like oh my god it's not even its own thing but it's it's cool and i feel like this season brought back some of the mystery intrigue and terror that was yeah. like kind of missing from uh season two and, right. and maybe it's got a bit three. of bite to it this season. yeah oh yeah very much a bit of bite to it yeah. like, oh, you know, there you go and it's got kate bush she's running up the charts again <laughs> running up that hill so <laughs> yeah well if we can make a deal with god 
oh, we already got it. We got the Capcom. Yeah, we got the Capcom. Basically, yeah. right? Was that your deal with God? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Please, God, I will do anything for you. Just give me this game. Just give me Resident yeah. Evil Four. Please remake. skip Code Veronica. <laughs> it, it it's the only thing that can save gamers. They think they want Code Veronica. They don't know. They don't know the truth. <laughs> okay, go to four. How do you think our in-house leaker, a resident speaker, Dusk Gollum, the aesthetic the gamer, the aesthetic gamer is doing so- Ryan. Yeah. Oh, he's got a first name. <laughs> he's got a first. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he was born with a name. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, has a surname as well. But oh, we don't interesting. Know. interesting. How does he feel about yeah. what do you mean about RE4? Or yeah, what? I feel like this is something that he was like beating the drum about and people are probably like coming at him all sorts of ways like no that's not happening Pe- people are wrong. twisted because they think leaks are uh incredibly harmful mm-hmm. to to people at companies i i don't think that's the case people people seem to view leaks as being like incredibly harmful and i think it's just like more of the atmosphere that the industry set they set the tone for how we should react, and I'm just like, no, it's not that bad of a thing. Yeah, it sucks to have marketing plans spoiled, but it, you know who it sucks for? Literally just the marketing team, mm-hmm. right? But it's it's fine. But like, oh, they've been working on it for years. Yeah, but we shouldn't treat video game announcements as like Christmas surprises, you know? Mm-hmm. We shouldn't treat it as this thing where it's like, if you ruin the surprise, you ruin the thing. Like, no, you don't. Get the fuck out of here. Get out of here. It's like, like I think spoilers are one thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like the stuff uh, with The Last of Us Part Two. Oh yeah, I, I wish I wish that did spoil mm-hmm. um not that it like it ruined my time of the game just the internet was the worst place in the world mm-hmm. for like three months and then for like three months after the game coming out it was the worst place in the world but it's some <laughs> rumor that the internet yeah. is still one of the worst places it's one of the worst places ever especially when it comes to the last of us part two. Oh yeah one of the most divisive games of all time every time neil Druckmann tweets people like bring up how much they fucking hate last of us part two and it's just it's like this, this is like let that go yeah let it the fuck go like just don't buy it if you hate it so mm-hmm. much what's wrong with you but anyway aesthetic gamer is really up on resident Evil 4 remake that's the that's the thing if you didn't know kids Resident Evil 4 remake is happening. Mm-hmm. They announced it's state of play. And he has said a few things. He says, I'm, I'm out of the leaking game after leaking Silent Hill, like a new Silent Hill mm-hmm. slash new Silent Hills project. Not to be conf- confused with Silent Hills, but, mm-hmm. you know, probably because he got fucking <laughs> flamed online again yep. for it. I, I got to tell you, like, when you have somebody online who's like a fucking warrior for like a corporation like that going like, I'm going to I'm going to come after the people that fucking do this leaking shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, come on, man. Maybe they should be on the PR team <laughs> if they care that much. Yeah, maybe. maybe. should be on a fucking like leak squad and make maybe. sure the shit doesn't well, leak. I, don't I, know. <laughs> I think of the way it goes for um, industry hubby. Jeff Grubb, right, where Grubb. he'll leak a thing or have insider intel, and people will come at him very crooked for it. And then very in the event he's ever wrong, which he there's a small margin where he is, people just dogpile. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, okay. As if the, the, the video game industry really balances on leaks. It's like, what does it matter if somebody like had a hunch or had inside intel that ended up being wrong? Or misinformed. It's not that serious. Yeah. It's really... Especially when we're talking about entertainment media. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's what we're talking about here. Yeah. Now, it's different, like, when the Supreme Court uh, had, you know, the <laughs> documents to overturn Roe v. Wade leaked. Mm-hmm. Whole different situation. That's actually The important. draft opinion. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty important for people to know ahead of time and be like, what the fuck? And get engaged and pretty angry about mm-hmm. it, right? Uh, but anyway, sorry. It's a dust golem, right? He said one thing that was very interesting to me, which is... Uh, this game was actually pushed up ahead in the release schedule 
for Capcom's plans for like the next couple of years because development's going so well. Hmm. It is um, Capcom Division One is okay. working on the game. They worked on Resident Evil Two remake, and I think they're also responsible for Village. And so they have like their their triple A ball and team working on this project, and development's going swimmingly. Everyone that's touched an internal build, according to Dusk Golem, has like fallen in love and has been blown away wow. by what they're doing with this game. So I'm I'm very very intrigued like mm-hmm. what that shakes out to right because we're talking about like sacred ground yeah you know like there's no other two ways the, to consider resident evil 4 and its impact in gaming not mm-hmm. just in this franchise right we talk about it all the time one of the most influential video games of mm-hmm. all time uh and so remaking it whew, that's a, a lot that's of a expectations prospect. oh my god and, i mean there's a lot of people <laughs> saying it shouldn't be done or if it is done you have to do certain things about it yeah I a lot of conversation really do trust like Division One and um, the kind of remake path they're doing with these games, giving them like uh, the darker tone, the more grounded nature of it, and still kind of having some of that survival horror camp. And I think a lot of people are worried that like the camp is just going to be like gutted from this. I think it's a valid worry yeah. because it seems like that's what they're going for. Mm-hmm. All right, so so jumping into this, I got to tell you, hang on a second, I need to get somebody in here. I need to tag someone in. Yeah, hold on. Do you hear that ringing? Do you hear that ring? Ring a ring a ring 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 ring. Oh, I'm gonna pick that up real quick. Hello, who's calling? I'm gonna take you for a ride. Holy shit! It's the Capcom captain. That's right. It's the Capcom captain. Fuck! I've come back from the Capcom streets. You've come back from the dead. I've come back from the grave. I was dead and buried, but my people need me. Hello. I've heard Capcom is remaking a Resident Evil. <laughs> what a surprise for ears and eyes. <laughs> I don't know what this is. That's very, very good. I like that. Whoa. So, State of Play opened play with opens. this. With this. First of all, they let in with the fucking date. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, March 24th, 2023. Can't kill myself until then. And <laughs> <laughs> that's what I said to you as well. I was yeah, like, God you damn, make that I was joke. like, God damn it, I gotta stay alive for another year. Fuck. I'm sure we're worrying people like <laughs> by a lot, but like for the real ones that like recognize that, like, ah, oh, yeah, I know that feel. Yeah, <laughs> like that self-deprecating, dark, depressive humor. <laughs> exactly. But this gave me zest for life. Zest for life. But like, yeah, big, big dick energy coming in with the date, and we're like, what is this? What could it be? I was watching a react for it, mm-hmm. and somebody immediately, when they they heard the flamenco guitars and saw, like, the trees, they're like, oh, it's The Last of Us. Well, they yeah. it was a remake. Well, they were doing the thing with the lettering on screen in real time, yeah. where it's like, oh, this could be... Because it, it was doing an R as Started if it was a remake, R. and then it kind of washed it out, and then the, the Resident Evil 4 letters yeah, yeah, yeah. in the new remake font came down. I was like, holy shit. But, right. yeah, I, I think a lot of people were thinking it was uh, Last yeah, of The us. Last of Us remake yeah. thing, which could still happen. Yeah. Um, probably is. I, when you hear... So the, in our time as um, uh, definitely certified games journalists mm-hmm. uh, doing the same. I have a degree. Room. We have a degree. As, and <laughs> <Us>. <laughs> um, when you hear this much murmuring about the same thing, mm-hmm. yeah, the chances are it's <clears throat> fucking solidified. You know, it's just a matter of time rather than like, is it? Maybe? Could it? I think for a while, like the Silent Hill rumors were like, maybe? And now we're at this point of like, oh yeah, it's a fucking floodgate that all it just needs to be opened up and there you go, there's Silent Hill, mm-hmm. right? I've Last of Us remake, that's happening. 
That's yeah. that's that's around the corner. Well, that's how this was too, where there yeah. was a lot of this murmurings yeah. uh, about. Um, well, aside from the leaks that this was happening, that this is going to be the next big thing in the pipeline, yeah. and you know, there were so many people kind of like silently nodding and confirming. So yeah, yeah, left and right. Uh, remember what Video Game Chronicle mm-hmm. talking about it and whatnot on other sites. But um, hey, I'm glad they're doing it uh, tonally from what we saw in the trailer. Darker vibe, mm-hmm. especially compared to the original. Although I will point out that the advertising for the original game also tried to sell itself as like a pure horror experience. And then when you get into it, it it's like a little a little more comical, a little more like... So the action heaviness, the action direction for it is one thing, but there is like a campiness mm-hmm. to it. Um, it. It's like Die Hard in Spain. It's really interesting how that game like tonally... I've is. actually never heard it like put like that, but yeah, that makes Leon sense. Leon Kennedy is, is, yeah. is Bruce Willis thrown into the woods, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like wisecracking and <laughs> there's this one part where he runs into like a boss and he's like, well, I guess uh, after this there'll be one less monster in the world. Like he has no like wherewithal or or or, or a thought in his head to say, I might die. Like, no, he's like, I'm going to get through this. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. Like, so it's a definite tonal switch in the series, mm-hmm. like for that game. Well, especially from where we last saw him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, in RE2. So it's interesting to see this one go back to like, all right, this is, we're going to treat it like a horror game. There's obviously a lot of visuals that are pulled from the game. We saw Ganados, mm-hmm. you know, the infected. Uh, we have Ashley Graham oh, yes. back. The president's daughter. Now, I got to tell you, uh, apparently there's a lot of Redditors out there saying that uh, these uh, cap communists are out here. Uh, they're, they're, they're woken up this game. Okay, they have hid Ashley's bare thighs. No, they have. What I about don't. her knees? Uh, you, it's all leggings. You can't see any skin on those legs. No. I mean, I like leggings. I think they look pretty nice on a, right. On a lady. Yeah. Right, right. Li- I like them too. Mm-hmm. But I mean, are they Lululemons? This is. I think you're missing the point here. <laughs> I think you're missing the cap communism. Sure, tell me about that's it. occurring here. All right, because when you get woke, they're gonna go broke. Mm-hmm. You know this. I've seen it a million. Actually, never. Huh. I've never seen it, but it's it's cool to say. <laughs> I do like that we got the reveal of her her face from like the photo, like the kind of yeah. driving shot. Um, the actress Ella Freya. I I don't know if she's the voice Freya. actor, but she's like the, no, I think the face the, model. Yeah, yeah, the model for it, which mm-hmm. very cute. Uh, I I like the new look for for Ashley. Um, I like the new look. Yeah. It's actually a callback to uh, the one of the beta versions of the game. She was wearing that that outfit mm-hmm. that's basically yeah. in this, which is cool because the remakes like they go to the scrapped versions or like the early versions and like start adding stuff to the remake. Like for instance, Mr. X with a hat is visual cue from like early concept art, mm-hmm. and how Ada looks with the trench coat is also from original uh, concept art in the mm-hmm. game. So this it's cool to see part four also take the those cues as yeah. well. Do you think we get a bit more fleshed out Ashley Graham in this one? Yeah. In terms of like um, companion characters? Yeah, I, I definitely think that. I was yeah. thinking about this today where, um, you know how Neil Druckmann's like, his favorite game is like Resident Evil 4. It's like mm-hmm. one of his favorite games of all time. Mm. He thinks it's perfect. And I'm like, yeah, it's a Ellie. Put Ellie and dumpsters. Yeah, Ellie and The Last of Us is the Ashley companion character perfected. Yeah. Like, absolutely perfected. Like, and when I, when I thought about it, I was like, it's eerie how much RE4 DNA is in The Last of Us, but it makes perfect sense, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think we've had 20, what, 20 plus years at this point, or almost 20 years of games with AI companions and escort missions mm-hmm. and whatnot. I, I think you can do Ashley right this time, yes. where it's not like dumpster dive in and then she's not in your 
fucking way when you're trying to do knife slashes and whatnot. Yeah, so. she could literally be the Ellie or um, yeah. Elizabeth character from Bioshock yeah. Infinite, where she's throwing you ammo or like kind of sure. like kind of saying things that are meaningful in the moment, not just yelling your name over and over in a Leon! pedantic way. Yeah. Leon, help! Leon, no! Leon! <laughs> no, I, yeah. I, but I, I don't see her picking up a gun and like you know, no, fucking becoming action Ashley, right? But I, I do see her being. Uh, a bit smarter mm-hmm. and maybe not as uh, in the way because come on capcom's heard the feedback for decades <laughs> at this point of how much people hate ashley yeah. there's a lot of people that hate ashley like straight up hate ashley but i think there's some good things you could do in terms of yeah. like using her as a um a player mechanic for puzzles and stuff like that because mm-hmm. they do a lot of things where they split the two of them in the the original game yeah where you could do cool stuff where it's like oh yeah, maybe you like jump into ashley's brain and you're playing as her you know and then you zap like, her brain <laughs> you zapped into her fucking cute little body no i think it'll do it like part two yeah. where it's like she'll have specific segments that you play Yes, like in the narrative, yeah. and just the original had that where you play as Ashley for mm-hmm. like one or two parts. Yes, yeah. where you sneak it around, you get lanterns, you're throwing them out of mm-hmm. <laughs> It's great. Um, so yeah, I, I think they're gonna expand on her role. We got a flash of Ada. Oh Ada my flashed. god, uh, hot hot Ada. I'm interested what they're gonna do with Ada. A lot of rumors surrounded on them really expanding her part of the game, but there's another rumor going like it wasn't specific uh, of whether or not it was DLC or if it was gonna be baked into the campaign. But mm-hmm. if you recall. She had extra modes in the original game. Yes. So I would love to see that either integrate into the campaign or just like its own fleshed out fucking thing. What are you looking up so hard? What I find odd is, so Jolene Anderson, who did Mm -hmm. the voice uh, work for Ada and Resident Evil 2 Remake, apparently wasn't asked to come back for the role. Okay. Got a question for you. How white is she? Pretty white. There you go. Pretty white. That's why. Yeah. (laughs) Same thing. So (laughs) Looks like fucking Blood Rain. Yep. (laughs) That would be the answer. Uh, yeah, they did the same thing with Chun Li. Chun Li was played by Laura Bailey. They swapped her out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forget the name of the new the new actor portraying her, but mm. yeah. Well, well, there was like a lot I of like outcry her. around it, right? Yeah, you got to be cognizant of this kind mm-hmm. of shit, right? Like, I don't think it's a, a a huge ask to be like, hey, the race of a character maps to like the actor portraying them. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so it's yes, that. Easy. But a lot of people actually, I meant they had outcry to Jolene Anderson not being a part. Of, oh yeah, yeah, of yeah, yeah. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. I saw that, and I'm just like. Nah, mm-hmm. sorry. Nah, it's like okay. I get it. Yeah. It's fine. I get it. The performance is great, but mm-hmm. fuck it. You know, you got. It. We got to like chip away at the problems in this goddamn industry, and mm-hmm. like you know, any way that we can, right? So dogs. Yeah, they're coming for you. Hey, it's that dog. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. there was a lot of flack about Resident Evil Three Remake, right? The, yeah, the, the cut yeah. content, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the this and that, the oh, that there's a, a nemesis mode mm. lurking out there, a complete edition of the game. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, obviously, sure. this is like this was the um, biggest, longest Resident Evil game uh, at the time when it came out. What it was like twelve to sixteen hours long. Yeah. Do you think we get like the same amount of runtime? Do you think we're gonna maybe take concessions where we lose air? Areas mm-hmm. and character moments like what what do you think this game looks like in its final form i'm gonna take a few guesses here yeah. um and it's not gonna make people happy i think this game's gonna be shorter than the original game mm-hmm. and that's gonna be noticeable for people that are like doing direct comparisons there's also gonna be a lot of elements that are gonna be missing from this game mm-hmm. um and i think that's less so a cut content perspective as much as them the development team following through on their newer vision for this because they're saying sure. it's a reimagining of the events of Resident Evil 4. Like they don't they don't want to adhere to it one for one and especially if it's something that would hurt like the harder horror tone of it, it's got to go. Like I was thinking about uh, cuz Nick's been playing it on stream mm-hmm. 
and liking it, by the way, shock of shocks. Mm-hmm. And I was watching some of the segments where it's like, there's a fucking Temple of Doom minecart yep. segment. And I'm like, that's not going to make it to the remake. There's so much in that game that doesn't yeah. really need to be there. Yeah. And, and like what? The the statue of Salazar comes alive and <laughs> yeah. starts chasing him. I was like, that's not going to make it to the remake. I mean, oh, Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Right. And it makes me think about little things like, well, if you're chasing after what RE2 and 3 did, the remakes, I mean. Are you going to take away things like the contextual melee? Mm-hmm. Which I think would be a mistake. Yeah. I think you could make it work, but uh, it, maybe not have them doing fucking like somersaults and shit this mm-hmm. time around. Just like, hey, there's still a form of melee in this game to like pay homage to the original. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously, we already have the mold for what the upgrading system is going to be like from Village. Yeah, with the Atachi case and yeah. everything like that, that. Building recipes and guns That game and stuff. did all yeah. of that, and I'm like, oh, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that, yeah, we're back to like a little bit of treasure hunting, a mm-hmm. little bit of upgrading our guns. That's all there, right? But I think they're going to get away, uh, they're going to remove a lot of the cheese factor. Mm-hmm from it because they have a specific vision for how they want to do this but i again if you look at something like village that game has over the top moments nonetheless mm-hmm. and i think like or even seven like yeah. the, the opening well it's in the opening hour but when you're fucking driving the car in the garage and ramming it in a fucking jack yeah. baker it's like this is like such camp this is ridiculous yeah like, sam raimi horror camp but it's but it's <laughs> like it, it's a horror camp that is a little more like it, it's not fucking silly but it is it's a little funny. silly. <laughs> it's a li- like yeah, but you know what I mean silly. though, right? Like it's not fucking like oh this is goofy and like tongue in cheek sure. horror. Like there's nothing tongue in horror about like Jack splitting a cop's head in two, right? Mm-hmm. But it is like a bit of that schlocky splat stick camp sure. that occurs there. I think that's what you'll see a little bit more here, um, but less so things like uh, <laughs> you have a hand that comes off and like quips and shit like that. Because mm-hmm. this Leon, even in the trailer, is like plagued by the events of raccoon city looks very dark for him he's like i just want another chance to get it right that that kind of thing and it's like oh my god and Mm -hmm. it's like oh yeah i guess if you really think about his character like he doesn't know that ada survived he Mm -hmm. fucking took that as like a personal loss yeah so i hope they dig into that in this one where it isn't just like hey what's up handsome and him being all cool about it i want him to be like fucked up like i I thought you were dead what the Mm -hmm. hell you know because there there is a little bit more of a grounding to the story this time in fact it's one of my favorite parts of the remakes Mm -hmm. is that um the story while being in like a b-horror world Mm -hmm. It's like AAA B horror, sure. <laughs> you know. Like it, it's pretty strong stuff. So yeah, I'm into. I'm, I'm interested. I'm I'm very interested. I hope there are some key moments that we we get to keep from the original game. Uh, the the teaser trailer, which didn't show any gameplay, showed some kind of iconic set pieces like the village with the fucking bell tower, the mm-hmm. overshot of the lake. So I'm like, oh, are we gonna get that fucking like get the La- lake again? Yeah, the yeah, Lost yeah. Pogus like alligator situation. Yeah. Um, I I know the island is very contentious for people, but I do want the military island yeah the yeah. military base on the island but i do want the um i forget what they are regenerators, the regenerators like yeah. one of the scariest things in resident evil like I, th- I think we do need like segments like that still yeah in the remakes we haven't handled enemies that fire back yet in mm-hmm. part four yeah. was like the first for that so i'm just kind of like oh what's gonna happen what, what are they gonna do like how what's it gonna be like i mean in village the werewolf men fire arrows at you so maybe that'll yeah be... <laughs> yeah so th- that's the thing with these two simultaneous like resident evil things we're doing with the first person games of seven yeah. and village and then the remake lines we're gonna get this coalition point with this game where it's like yeah all the ideas could make sense here 
right? Yeah. We're building to this natural kind of spiritual sequel to all that they've been doing. So yeah, if, mm. if, if you get a, a villager who has a gun and then maybe they get a little infected, a little sick, and then they start to use that gun sick. against you, we'll be fine. It's we'll got a fine. gun. Um, it's got a squid head. I'm going to ask you some rapid fire questions here okay. real quick. Do you think we get Krauser back? Yes. What about little Salazar? I don't know, because <laughs> he's he's definitely one of those cheesy camp yes. elements of the original that might not fit what they're doing. However, mm-hmm. I think they will d- dig into these characters, but like recontextualize them in a more fucked up like um, ah, Texas Chainsaw kind of like these are larger than life figures, but they're still like fucked up horror people, kind of like Village did. Yeah, honestly. Uh, so we might we might I think we're gonna get the full crew. Okay, but. Won't be as cheesy. It won't be like funny ha-has like okay. around these characters anymore. Okay. Uh, new characters to four, but returning characters from the remakes. Do you think we get Claire? Uh, no, I don't think we get Claire back. Or Jill. I'd, maybe. Because <laughs> the ending of remake three has kind of hinted that Jill would be returning in some way or that she's still like on a mission of some sort. Mm-hmm. And I'd be interested to see that play out rather than her um, get brainwashed and turn into a fucking anime character <laughs> anime fucking ninja you know, fucking anime trinity or whatever fucking animatrix is back flipping there and got her goddamn power stone in her chest and she's blonde suddenly yeah she's blonde now. it's really weird yeah, yeah, yeah apparently it was a t virus in her in her blood already from the events of part three when cole asks what the other stupid doesn't matter <laughs> none of it matters i want justice for jill like i think she justice deserves better that's true yeah that's true a lot of objectification in that game, okay? Mm-hmm. All right. I know you you anti-Capcomies out there <laughs> are remember, upset that the upskirts are all I was going to say, remember when the yeah. Capcomies came for her in Remake where she's like, oh, where's the skirt? Where's the tube top? Where's the skirt? Where's this woman's skin? <laughs> <laughs> Sony's out here censoring shit. And it's like, what? <laughs> this is on all platforms. No! It's Sony. <laughs> They're the ones. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. I just imagine that scene from Green Knight where like everyone's like in the round mm. table, but they're all just like screaming about like, where's the skin? <laughs> <laughs> they're all like freaking the fuck out. Oh my God. <laughs> um, I guess this will be my last question. Uh, and then if you want to say anything else about this, feel free. Cause I, this is your territory. This is your my game. territory. I made, lo- I made this game. You love a resident evil. I love a resident evil. Favorite series. <sighs> Shinji Mikami. Bless. Shinji Mikami. Wherever you're at, man. I hope you're getting a full night's sleep and drinking a nice whiskey. Oh, I was going to say, I hope he's getting like fucking, dome right now i hope you're getting dome (laughs) shinji (laughs) i hope somebody's narfing on that old dick (laughs) um do you think this is the end of the remake line or do we get one more after this it's a good question um i've said this constantly which is i don't think they're going to remake code veronica as much as people want i mean there's always a chance there's always a chance Mm -hmm. right and like obviously these remakes have proved very successful for capcom um, I do, however, think they should take a little, be brave and bold, Capcom, and make an original game in the remake verse. Mm. Not to be confused with the RE verse or reverse, which is never going to. It's never coming back. Just never happen. I guess we're not going to release it. Yeah, um, it, it's like that. Um, <laughs> that quote from Mean Girls, like we're never going to make Fetch happen. Yeah. like we're never going to make reverse. We're happen. never going to make reverse happen. Yeah. Sorry, guys. It's not going to be a thing. <laughs> Ignore that sticker that was on the box of Village. <laughs> That never, that wasn't there. <laughs> um, I bet you they wish they could just like delete people's memories of Reverse. And now they can like contractually have to release it to avoid litigation. What was the one from uh, Remake 3? Resistance. Resistance. Yeah. I feel like that had more of a life than Reverse. A little bit. Yeah. A little. Well, I mean, Reverse never came out. Like it was just a beta mm-hmm. that people 
they they got into their in their mouths and then immediately projectile vomited. Okay. Some people liked it. They're wrong. <laughs> so you're saying all these like remake timelines are going to coalesce into this new game. We get There's re- one remake timeline timeline actually. If mm-hmm. you're following 2002's remake and then RE2 and then RE3 mm-hmm. and then going into RE4, it's all the same timeline, mm-hmm. which is interesting. So I think we can get a new game after the events of RE4. Okay. Um, that gives us maybe the conflict with Umbrella we actually wanted instead of them falling yeah. apart because of uh, taxes <laughs> behind I, the scenes. I think it would be a really interesting thing to get like these remake characters, you know, fucking Chris, Claire, Jill, Leon, yeah. and then finally get like a meaningful confrontation with Wesker that isn't over-the-top anime shit. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe like a like a game of cat and mouse kind of mm-hmm. kind of situation because the dude's like an overlord. But um, we haven't seen Wesker since remake one mm-hmm. in this timeline, so he would be behind the scenes in part four. I'm wondering if they expand on his uh, element at all. Mm-hmm. Also, you need to get mercenaries right, you sons of bitches. Oh yeah, they totally dropped the ball on that in fucking village. Destroyed mercenaries. Yeah. First of all, why it's called the mercenaries? You play as one guy. That's true. Doesn't have a face. Mold, it's the mercenary. Mold scenarios. Mold scenario. Mold scenario. <laughs> my baby daughter. <laughs> my rose. <laughs> my rose. I gotta get my daughter pieces. Yeah, yeah. I Make replayed that whole thing yesterday. You did. You, it took you seven plus hours. I was a little drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting a little lost here. Like, oh, what happened here? What? You need, you need feathers on this key? God damn it. What's this Duke guy about? <laughs> Let me find out his story. Let me read his Who logs. Duke? <laughs> but... I'm super excited for this. Yes. I think it's going to do some interesting things. I hope they double down on the elements like Ada's uh, separate ways slash assignment Ada. Make that a really cool thing unto itself. And please get mercenaries right because you don't need to do shit like reverse or mm-hmm. try to make like a Dead by Daylight clone. Give us the right kind of mercenaries that's expansive and interesting and throw in all your fucking yeah. remake characters into it. I will give you extra money, Capcom. You can release a character like every two months. And I'll be like, I'll give you a fucking $6.99, <laughs> of course. You know? Come on. Yeah. It's right there. You're a business. Start businessing. <laughs> but they're like, how do we make this asymmetric? Exactly. Like, <laughs> they're like, well, the Twitch streamers love asymmetric scares. How do we do this? I don't know. Horde modes are yeah. pretty timeless. So That's true. Yeah. Horde modes, always a good bet. <laughs> always a good bet. I love a, I love a good horde mode. So I want to give you like a choose your own adventure line here. Ah. Do we keep with the, com- the Capcom stuff or do you want to go horror? Oh, well, the Capcom captain's over here. I, I was eating t- t- salmon. <laughs> 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 Tell me, Captain. We got yeah. a deep dive reveal of Street Fighter Six. Street Fighter Six. Tell me your thoughts. Ah, ah, the Tournament of Champions. Well, this is the most I've been excited for a Street Fighter game in a very long time. I think Capcom dropped the ball pretty big time with Part Five mm-hmm. with its launch, and apparently they had a comeback story, but um, only the hardcore were around for it. Mm-hmm. Like they. They never did anything to really attract, like, I don't know, mainstream audiences back to it. Okay. And I feel like Street Fighter is one of those franchises like Mortal Kombat that has the potential to break into the mainstream, like, or has shown and proven that it breaks into the mainstream instead of just getting, like, core fighting game people to support it. Mm -hmm. Because you got your Blast Blues and your Guilty Gears. That's all, honestly, niche, Mm -hmm. right? Like, Street Fighter has a chance to be like, yo, everyone's going to jump on this shit if it's good. And Part 5 wasn't good. 
No, so. no, part five wasn't. And nope. it had the sorriest excuse for like a single player campaign situation. Oh, it was a joke. Like 10 to 15 minute like character vignettes. And I was like, that's all I got for Cammy? Yeah. Bison, why? Yeah, yeah. Why yeah, do yeah. it? It was it was terrible. And I think they expanded on that like later, but like no one cared. It was mm-hmm. like, we're done. But um But it did yeah. have crossplay. And I thought that was pretty cool. That's true. Yeah. That's true. But yeah, they're going away from uh, being what PS exclusive or PC exclusive as well, right? Mm-hmm. It's going to be on Xbox. It's going to be on PlayStation 5. It's going to be on PC. Interesting. Part 6 looks fucking sick. Apparently, it's got a single-player story mode, mm-hmm. which fucking I perked up. I was like, excuse me? You know, you build your own fighter. You're jumping around Metro City. Yeah, it looks like an adventure mode where you're fucking platforming and looking for shit. Yeah, you're beating up garbage cans and stuff. It's it's a good stuff right there. I think mm-hmm. there's a lot of potential to, you know, if you're unlocking, like, uh, cosmetics the entire time, building up your rank, you know, like, different things that you earn throughout it. Um, I think that would be... That's that's a cool thing because you know why Mortal Kombat really took over Slash and Justice for a while? Because mm-hmm. they had dynamic single-player content. Oh, yeah. That's why. Like the, the stories yeah. in those games are kind of unrivaled in the fighting game space. Yeah, yeah. I would say so, even though they are definitely camp. Yeah. Uh, but that's the thing. They they give even casual players something to do, and I think that's the secret to mm-hmm. having a very successful fighting game, which is, which is like, don't nullify the aspects of the game that make the hardcore love it, mm-hmm. but throw a bone to casual fans, right? And I, I would consider myself one of those casual fans. Like, I'm okay at fighting games, but I'm not like fucking hitbox asaurus rex you know yeah. i don't know i <laughs> well i like the way that um those games do the single player content because it encourages you well you have to there's no encouragement you play as characters you wouldn't normally play as and get yeah. to learn their skill sets and you're like oh well shit i guess i maybe wouldn't have played as like kano otherwise but now i'm gonna be a kano main or you know katana or whatever so i, I like that yeah, exactly. a lot um whereas like if you just had a raw like arcade mode or online shit it's like some people might not be compelled to play as all the characters i'm definitely one of those people yeah. i'm just like i'm not really compelled to you know once i get my bread and butter character like i'm not really compelled to try mm-hmm. the rest of the roster if i'm doing like expect to do like arcade challenges and stuff right mm-hmm. but when you have content like that that's like hey i think the adventure mode can do some cool shit where it's like not only you're fighting against uh the main cast maybe like trying them out in different scenarios and stuff yeah that'd be cool mm-hmm. And then apparently they have like other modes where everything you've come to expect from Street Fighter V is going to be collected into like one mode, which is really cool and ambitious. They have interesting features like the um, the AI commentary hmm. that they do, where they got uh, shoutcasters and whatnot from the FGC to actually record lines, and it's like the entire time that you have it on, like they're actually commentating your matches oh, cool. and telling you like, Hey, here's where you're falling back or here's where you need to do. And it's really cool. I'm, I'm actually really interested in how they did that. Like mm-hmm. what kind of machine learning are they using for that? When does it trigger? Mm-hmm. Like, what is the basis of this? Like, I, I want to know the, like the, the ins and outs of it. Cause it's such a cool feature. I've never seen that in a game before. Mm-hmm. Fucking that's next level shit right there. It feels like something that should have been implemented in like the Madden or sports games by now, but potentially. Yeah. But we lost Madden, so we did. We gotta gotta get someone else. I mean, I think we have enough voice line for Madden to like do like an AI like clone them, right? You know, you know, they're gonna like target him. Yeah, (laughs) we can target him, right? (laughs) Definitely, Madden, you're back. (laughs) The rumors of my death were greatly exaggerated. (laughs) (laughs) A famous John Madden quote. But uh, talk to me about the art style, because you said you weren't totally up on the art style. I think it actually looks pretty slick. What do you think? Yeah, I think it's going to be one of those things where it probably has to um, 
grow on me and mm. my eyes have to just get used to it because i i really didn't get like, over it <laughs> it feels like it's borrowing it's here to stay it feels like it's borrowing from like that um art style from like marvel versus capcom and and the what what four and five did where it's like kind of stylish kind of cell shady but not mm-hmm. i can't put my finger on one sort of descriptor for it because it's like this mishmash of like art styles but yeah it does kind of hinge more on like not hyper realism, but more realism for the characters at least. Um, yeah, I think it's I think it's fine. Like I I don't think it's like outright booty, you know. But um, outright booty. Yeah, it's it's tough coming from a sphere like Mortal Kombat, right? Where like those games are hyper realistic and like mm-hmm. those characters look so fucking good, and I'm just like, yeah, th- this is like an artistic choice, um, and it looks good in its own way, but like it's not like completely eye catching for me. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. what does it do for you? I, I think it looks pretty slick. Yeah. I think it looks cool. I think the um, the like the damage effects and the the altars and whatnot look beautiful. They they have mm-hmm. this like ink blotty art style with like it looks like um, water paints like yeah. in action like That's around the characters, is. which is really cool. Um, and it looks like the feedback for your moves is really strong. They have like the animations they were showing like when you're like kicking and stuff, you can mm-hmm. see like muscles vibrating the right way. Like I think there's gonna be a feedback in this game that's gonna be like unparalleled compared to the older yeah. Street Fighters where you can just see the hit. <laughs> I mean, I think that is technically very impressive, and that's one of the yeah. things that kind of blew me out blew me away like looking at all the individual fight poses and like different combo and move animations i was like holy shit there there must have been so much attention to detail to all of this oh yeah not to mention the attention to detail on chun lee's buttocks i knew you were gonna talk about it yeah listen i don't objectify these gals these broads (laughs) you know i i was looking respectfully at her ass oh i was too okay i was too she's been training really hard saluting as i stared There is a character that was rev- like kind of hinted at in the trailer that seems like a younger pupil type character. And for like the single player mode. Yeah, is that like somebody that like Chun Li had saved or knows? The the girl? The young girl? The girl? Yeah. So the single player character, I'm thinking of the guy like in the hood. No, no, no. Not, someone else? I'm thinking here, I'll show you. Hold on. You gotta show me it. This is a visual podcast. This is a visual for your ears. Imagine it in your head. My my thing is, like, I don't play Street Fighter, so it's hard for me to name a lot of these characters. You might be talking about Sakura. Oh, is that who that was supposed to be, Sakura? Uh, I think they showed Sakura. Like, a new, a new look. I obviously can't play the trailer right here, right <laughs> now. So this girl... Yeah, potentially Sakura. Okay. She's described... There's one character who didn't appear in the leaked image but showed up in the Street Fighter VI State of Play trailer. Chun-Li is fighting with a young woman in a yellow jacket with panda headphones and glasses. This could be somebody like Lee Fen who appeared in Street Fighter V as a child. Oh, maybe. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, um... I think this is great uh, because it seems like it is going to be an, uh, a good redemption art for for Capcom in the fighting game space and for Street Fighter, right? Because like, fuck, Street Fighter Five was so fucking bad. Yeah, originally. Yeah, I heard it got good. I heard it got good. I just mm-hmm. have not dove back in to see if the rumors were true. So, with the leaked characters, the leaked yeah. roster, does anything leaked excite roster. you from there? Um, Any newer returning characters? I mean, it seems like there's a lot of characters that we like that are back. Yeah. Um, you know, you got Ken Masters looking like Hobo with a shotgun. Right. Uh, and you got a few others, like, you know, Guile's back, mm-hmm. fucking Blanca's back, Blanca looks fucking sick. Yeah, that was the thing that, like, added to the credibility of this leak, which is, well, first of all, the, 
the biggest credibility was the fact that there's like off the screen footage of gameplay that Capcom has not released, and it's like mm-hmm. oh shit, like so like there's Cami um, uh, footage. And they put her in pants, and people were very mad about that. God damn it! Yeah, the fucking cap commies, dude. <laughs> Fuck! They're out here fucking making woke jokes on these games, bro. <laughs> but, uh, no, yeah, the roster looks sick. I don't I, I don't have any big... Yeah, that, that's the thing about Street Fighter. Like, there's a few characters that I really like, but I don't, I'm not, like, totally intimate with the rosters in the same way that I am with Mortal Kombat. Like, I know Mortal Kombat very well. Mm-hmm. Like that that that's my fucking fighting game right there. That's yeah. the shit that I love and I love following those characters, Kung Lao, mm-hmm. the others. <laughs> you know? So Yeah, but it looks good. I think I think this is um Capcom putting a big foot forward and saying, Yeah, we need to like take back the the fighting game industry. Mm-hmm. It used to be ours, you know? Used yeah, to be ours. I'm with them on that. And I think it's exciting to see yet another beloved Capcom franchise title entry mm. however you want to put it uh be made ground up in the uh re engine like yeah like that's what pretty a versatile cool. engine so versatile by the way it can make monster hunter it can make a street fighter it can mm. make a resident evil what do you got next what do you need from us make me a power stone and make me a dino crisis oh no how about exo primal <laughs> oh oh yay oh yeah <laughs> yes i have a lost planet in the back here <laughs> <laughs> no, Capcom, you could keep that. Are you sure? <laughs> it's okay. It's okay, Capcom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's let's move on with the state of play because there was a bunch. Of yeah, there's a bunch of other so. shit. So, what was like um, some some highlight ass shit in between? Uh, what, what was like in the meat of the sandwich for you? Huh? The meat of the sandwich. Well, we got uh, a bit of a deep dive on Callisto Protocol. The Callisto Protocol. Yeah. From the original creators of Dead Space. Talk about trying to eat their fucking lunch <laughs> by releasing first on December yeah. 2nd. Yep. Oh, 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 and it looks good, too. It looks pretty good. It looks similar to Dead Space in ways. <laughs> oh, in a lot of ways. <laughs> um, <laughs> Only in the ways that my eyeballs say. <laughs> but it looks sick. Like, um, So uh, we were talking about it before the podcast. The lead dude is Josh Dumarol. Dumahal, mm-hmm. the guy from Transformers. He's yeah. not Transformers. The guys that, that I confuse for Timothy Oliphant. Yeah. Right? You know what's funny? My brain doesn't say Oliphant first. It always goes to Oliphantastic. Why? Why does <laughs> it do Because Kevin Smith would call him that. Because oh. Kevin Smith on one of his like evening with Kevin Smith shows had a big story about how much of a dick Timothy Oliphantastic was to him. <laughs> I could see that. Yeah. <laughs> I could see that. Um, but yeah, it looks super cool. Very atmospheric. Very space horror driven. A lot of interesting monster designs. Space is horrible. Space is pretty terrible. Astronauts talk about it all the time. Horrible. My bones. Lacking density. <laughs> tang can chase you. There's no Starbucks up here. <laughs> There's no Starbucks. But the Tang chases you. Um, but yeah, it looks pretty cool. And yeah. um it's it's interesting that we've got it announced in 2020. Hadn't seen anything in like the years in between until now, yeah. and yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you got you got nothing for this as a I, Dead Space fan, a Rusker, as the biggest Dead Spacer out there, a man that won't let me stream these games independently. <laughs> no, you're right. I won't let you do that. It's true. You're like I won't let you do that. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna have to pull off those gloves one day. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm excited for it. I mean, the, the thing is, like, I'm more excited by the idea of, like, an IP. This sounds so broken. By the IP 
recognition of a thing like Dead Space Remake that, you know, could be a soulless cash grab, but it could also be fucking awesome in my game of the year next year. Who knows? Maybe. But sometimes the idea of, like, these original creators going off and doing, like, a separate project, it doesn't always excite me, especially if it's, like, kind of the same thing. Mighty Number 9 and fucking, what's that castle Bloodstained. Bloodstained, Ritual of the Night. Yeah, So it could be cool. Could Uh, be a pale imitation of Dead Space. Yeah, it could be a pale imitation. Mm. Um, what's, What's his name? Michael... Not Michael Gondry. I forget the guy's name. Who? No, it was definitely Michael Gondry. Oh, is it Michael Gondry? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> is that the director? No, that's the director of, yeah. of uh, Eternal Sunshine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I forget his name. Hold on a second. <laughs> Michael Gondry. No, it's Michael was something. It Michael Doherty, director no. of Godzilla, King of the Monsters. <laughs> was it Michael Douglas, Hank Pym from Ant-Man? Keep, keep naming Michaels. <laughs> uh, was it Michael Jordan? the the lead of space jam okay so glenn schofield oh glenn huh <laughs> pretty far from a michael but you know <laughs> well in space no one can hear you michael <laughs> you know that. yeah made by a skipping or striking distance studios rather I'll, um, I'll never remember that name. yeah developed by striking distance studios and published by craft and the company behind PUBG, which apparently they removed the ties to PUBG from this game damn shame Damn, we were all really hoping for an expansion of the PUBG universe. Yeah. <laughs> so that was something. Um, I get. We'll we'll save the PSVR stuff, and I'll we'll obviously save the Final Fantasy 16 thing. But um, I'm gonna save that for for uh, dinner. We got more Stray. We got more Stray. I'm I'm into Stray. So what is that? July six. Uh, July nineteenth. July nineteenth. Yes. A little, a little shot in the dark. Yeah, we got an interesting like gameplay uh, yeah. deep dive on it. Play as a cat. It actually kind of sold me on it more than I was before, where I was like, oh, I could totally skip out on this game, and now I'm like, you know what? I could. I want this. Game. Play as a little cat. Yeah. Mounting around, but it's cyberpunk. Pretty neat. Doing some platforming. Doing talking platforming. to some people. Uh huh. Meowing. Doing cat stuff. <laughs> Do meowing. Seems good. And then, and it's with PlayStation Plus. It's coming out. I thought I heard it was like only on the premium. Yes. Fuck me. Mm-hmm. I gotta. Got to buy into their goddamn premium. Is that going to be like play their siphon filter? Their day and date tier for like some of the games Maybe. on the platform. You think? Yeah, I, I can only ever see them doing like the the double A stuff, like releasing as day and dates. Mm-hmm. Like they're never gonna give you Ragnarok day and date. You got to pay that money. I'll pay that money. Yeah, I'm paying a premium, but I got to pay premium premium yeah. for for Ragnarok. That hits the states, uh, not Ragnarok, but the new subscription tiers for PlayStation Plus uh, this month. This fucking month? Mm-hmm. The one we live in? The one we live in. Oh, I cannot wait. <laughs> uh, so that was something for me that I enjoyed. Uh, Roller Drome looks pretty Roller dope. Roller Drome looks fucking sick. By the creators of Ali Ali World, which is a fucking right. skateboarding game. But the devs came out and basically said, we wanted to make a, a game that combined our love of Tony Hawk and Doom. And oh. it is essentially that. It is a fucking skateboard fucking shooter i'm there it's really cool i'm there day one yeah. i saw that trailer you're doing <laughs> fuck, fucking sweet tricks and shooting yeah. people it's great yeah reverting and then blasting somebody with a shotgun yeah oh my god i'm looks, there day one looks fucking dope sick. um we got a new trailer uh for season a letter to the future that like indie oh. paperboy game oh. <laughs> looks looks very good game looks good yeah uh but that was a studio that came under fire because they are mistreating their fucking developers studio bad game. studio bad game good yeah, I forget. I forget what it was. If it was the sexual harassment or just people being dickheads. Yeah, that was in that big video that was done. Right, because Fulbright was in the same video mm-hmm. as the season dev, right? But everyone mm-hmm. focused on Fulbright because Steve Gaynor. We got to talk about Steve Gaynor, you know. What is the studio? Scavenger Studios. Scavenger Studios. Okay. Yeah. 
Scavenger Studios has reinstated CEO Amelie Lamarche and former creative director Simon Darvo following the outcome of an investigation into allegations of harassment and toxicity at the studio. So there you go. Be aware of these things. Be be aware of the things. I'm just reading more about it. (laughs) Now he's into it. Hold on, hold on. So I'll I'll read this real quick. I think we talked about it on the show before. We we for sure did. Um, Earlier this year, an extensive report published by GamesIndustry.biz suggested the studio had allowed a toxic culture to take root and indicated that the studio corrective director, director... The studio creative director Simon Darvo and others had engaged in demeaning behavior that was ultimately enabled by CEO Amelie LaMarche, who is Darvo's romantic partner when you, when the pair founded the studio. The alleged behavior ranged from sexist remarks to physical groping, and Darvo was specifically accused of having an affair with an employee and comparing themselves to, quote, a dog in heat. So, there's some shit around that. Ooh. There's some shit around it. All right. But, wow. you know, if, if you want an allegation-free game, roller drone, baby! <laughs> 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 there's that. <laughs> It's roller drone. You're free of guilt. Yeah. Shoot people. <laughs> Tony Hawk. <laughs> uh, what else we got? We got Eternite, which I guess satiated the JRPG action. Well, hang on. Out there. This is a, also another uh, Reese's situation, right? Which is it is a combination of a dating sim and a JRPG in mm. one game. So that's like the big thing about it, which it looks it looked somewhat interesting. Like mm-hmm. some of the designs were cool and stuff. Yep. Coming to PS4 and PS5. Uh, Tunic is finally getting a PlayStation oh, release, so that's okay. pretty cool. I gotta get around to it. Yeah, PS4 and PS5 on September 27th. Some people going crazy about it. Yeah, it it should totally be my shit, right? right? Because I love top-down Zelda-like games, um, but it looks too much like Death's Door for me. Right. And right, I hear it's right. it's harder, and some of, like, the... You find these little instruction manuals throughout the game that give you, like, mechanics and abilities, um, and I hear that gets pretty cumbersome, but I don't know. Mm. I Maybe I'll check it out. Yeah. Like I said, it should be my shit. Other things on here, Spider-Man Remastered. Coming to PC. Coming to PC. Yeah, August. There are going to be a lot of mods now. Oh my god, the memes will go crazy. I want tons of Spider-Man and Felicia Hardy memes and oh, mods. Oh no. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> Don't give the gamers that power. No, give me it. No, now they can finally... The fans could put... The amazing Spider-Man suit into the game. They've been fucking crying about this for a very long time. I'm surprised we didn't just get it. Like, uh, I'm sorry, uh, part two suit. Yeah. Because yeah, we have part one suit. Mm-hmm. And I actually really like using that suit in the game. It's pretty cool. But people have been crying ever since uh, No Way Home. Hey, hey. <laughs> wow. Where's our Garfield gargle? We need Garfield love. <laughs> Give me those weird bumps. Make me look like a Trojan. I want to see the big old weird eyes yeah. that he has on that suit. <laughs> I need a weird-eyed Spider-Man. So, yeah. Well, good for PC. That's like yeah. the biggest fucking game mm-hmm. to come from PlayStation and uh, be over there in the PC space. Yeah, I think we're going to obviously keep seeing these slow drip feeds mm-hmm. of like PlayStation exclusives going to PC. And I mean, that's exciting. It's a low cost, low effort thing for Sony to even really do. And yeah. it just ensures that they get more cash flow for, you know, other projects and things. So, Daniel, hmm. did you hear that story of how Marvel approached Xbox first to do a Spider-Man game? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Th- I feel like we almost should have had a news episode that week, and then we didn't. Yeah. We did something else. But yeah, no, I, I did hear that. Um, yeah, yeah. They, they were like, no, we're interested in our original IP. You know mm-hmm. what sets the, the world on fire? Gears. Mm-hmm. 
Halo. Yeah, we don't want to do Marvel. We want to do our own stuff. Forza. I'm, I'm sorry. If I got approached to do a Marvel game... People like Hellblade. You just do it. <laughs> you, just do, you just do a Marvel game. We want to do these. Spider-Man? <laughs> we don't see a future for Spider-Man. And the thing is, like at that time, Insomniac wasn't an exclusive studio. Okay. And Microsoft could have just partnered with them to do the same fucking thing they Partners. did for Sony. Buy them. Yeah. They'd buy them. Well, that was the thing with Spider-Man. <laughs> they had partnered with Insomniac first, yeah. and then they bought them after the fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. They're like, you're a good lay. Yeah. <laughs> you're a real good lay. Yeah. Uh, you're a lay I want to come home to every mm-hmm. week. Every week. Yeah. And I'm very proud to show you around to the rentals. That's parents. Insomniac. Rentals. I'm proud. I love you. Proud, proud of you, Insomniac. <laughs> you can do anything. You can't do any wrong, my baby. My yeah. sweet baby. You're my boy. But don't you be talking about Roe v. Wade. <laughs> oh, wow, yeah. Don't you be doing <laughs> that. Because Papa Sony's going to spank you. Going to spank you. <laughs> what else do we get here? So we got some PSVR 2 stuff. Uh, yeah, Which is yeah. exciting. So, okay, so that Walking Dead game, I guess there's a new chapter to the Saints and Sinners. Mm-hmm. It looked dope, like in VR. I was sure. like, oh, shit. Um, I am, I, I'm going to say this now. Say it. I am interested in PSVR, too. Yeah? I, I think um, there's a lot of potential for, especially Fidelity on the PS5, because that was, like, one thing that was a drawback is, like, games, like, look a little bit like butt, because they're always, like, 720 um, mm-hmm. resolution, which you don't think is a big deal until it's uh, two inches from your eyeballs, and you're like, I can fucking see it, <laughs> you know? Um, so that'll be pretty sick. Plus, uh, Resident Evil Village, apparently, is getting a full psvr2 mode yeah i think we so called this sick. on a yeah. previous episode we did so. call this but i mean it's ready made mm-hmm. right uh, i was surprised to see that re4 is also going to get some psvr2 content mm-hmm. at a certain point i'm mm-hmm. interested how that like how easy is it to convert a third person game in the first person but i mean there is an entirely resident evil 4 vr edition out there in the world already for there Quest. is yeah I, I hope they port that over the psvr2 i want to play that that'd be pretty cool mm-hmm. i would very much like that we also got a deep dive look at the New Horizon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I forget what it's called. Call of the Wild or? I thought it was Call of the Mountain. Call of the Mountain. There we go. Because you can hear that, bitch. It's a loud mountain. Looks gorgeous. You know, seeing yeah. tall necks in that world in first person, pretty cool. Can I be honest with you? Talk to me. I don't think I want to revisit the Horizon universe for like 10 years. <laughs> Fucking yeah. Forbidden West has just been like eating the entire cake. Or, or, or when your parents catch you smoking, they make you smoke the whole fucking pack, which is abuse. Mm-hmm. And that then they abuse. make you eat the carton after. They make you, that also abuse. <laughs> Actually, yeah, that also tips the scale. But um, yeah, I, I just got too much. It, mm-hmm. it just too much horizon. And I'm just like seeing this game, I'm like, I'm not excited for it. Yeah, like, no, that, that's fair. I think I told you the other day, like Horizon Forbidden West, I've played longer games, yeah. but this felt like the longest and most taxing game I've ever I played in my life. I don't know what it is. And I, and I didn't even play 100 hours of it. <laughs> I tell you, if that combat were a little more fun, I probably wouldn't feel that way about yeah. that game. But it weren't. Mm. And then I'm thinking, like, so how does this translate to uh, first first person? Kind of what you're doing? You're not playing as a loy. You're no. some guy. Yeah, but, the, I mean, there's plenty of tribes in there, right? You could definitely do, like, just very easy, like, fucking bow yeah. play. Do, do some bow play? Yeah. Right on. <laughs> a little bit of bow play. A little bit of bow play tonight, yeah. huh? Nice, nice, nice. Hey, you want to come over yeah, to the yeah, fucking yeah. Uh, what's what, uh, the Karja tribe? Do some bow play? Ooh, these shots aim true. <laughs> <laughs> 
Anyway, boring. Get out of here with your bullshit. You're not insomniac. Come here, my baby boy insomniac. You sweet little fucking sweet. Kiss you on your little head, Pete. God damn it, but don't be talking about the Roe v. Wade. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, yeah, we got a closer of the event. Mm-hmm. Yoshi P came out Yoshi. of the shadows. For Pride Month. <laughs> For Pride Month. Um, had, had a, had a pretty, yeah. pretty good statement. I think that ended up on the PlayStation blog, which yep. I'm going to read for you real quick. Hey, fuckers. Hey, bitches. It's Yoshi P. I <laughs> think <laughs> throw out your Jinkos. We're wearing fucking skin tights this year. Now, he says, hello, everybody. <laughs> I know how long you've been waiting for this, so it gives me great pleasure to announce the release of our latest trailer, Dominance. In previous interviews and updates, we didn't delve too deep into details about the game system, but hopefully with this preview, you all were able to get a better picture of what actual gameplay will entail. Namely, high-octane battles featuring our protagonist, Clive Rosfield, (laughs) wielding a full arsenal of attacks (laughs) unique to the game's many icons, summons. Not to mention epic clashes between the icons themselves that put you right in the action. The team, under direction of Hiroshi Takai, has entered the final leg of development and is focusing on polish as they continue their march toward Master Up and Launch. Wow. I, for one, would like to personally thank them all for the hard work they put into this project. With the power of the PlayStation 5 behind us, we're looking to take you on a seamless, story-driven, white-knuckle ride that will rival even the most thrilling roller coaster. Really? Roller coaster? So buckle up. The wait is almost over. Oh, my God. Yeah, and we got... Uh, what three more minutes of gameplay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So th- I-, I thought it was hype. I really enjoyed mm-hmm. that trailer. I really yeah. enjoyed the direction of this game. I like that the icon slash summons are playing such a big part because in previous games it felt like they, not that they were an afterthought, but like they were just not baked into the gameplay in the way that you wanted, right? Like kind of mm-hmm. like how it was like Final Fantasy X, eight, not literally anything before. Like, 11 and on. Yeah, I feel like we lost the way a little bit after 10, because we had a no. character that was deeply tied to the the Aeons in that game, and they served kind of a story purpose, and then everything, every game after, it's like, how do we do this? 12 is like, you find them in the, the open world, uh-huh. um, or you're given them by characters. Um, 13 was more character-tied, when you get your fucking weird Lassie brand, then you, <clears> like, you know, have an emotional bond and summon a summon. The, f- the ones in 15 were weird, where, like, they, there were story-based ones, but they only came in moments of great distress. Yeah, like, your yeah. H- your HP had to be, like, super low, yeah. and then they show up, and fucking, what was his name, Ramit? Rahamit? Ramadan? Ramit? I forget his name. Big yeah. old fork fucking sorcerer guy. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's, like, a million miles Rahmet. high, and he's just like, I'm gonna do the thing! And yeah. he slaps down his thing, and then he's gone, and that's mm-hmm. it. And it's like, maybe it'll do some 999 damage. Who knows? Yeah, yeah no, th- this looks cool. Um, I, I think uh, one notable thing is that the combat director from Devil May Cry 5 is mm. on this project, and that's yes. why the combat looks like that, by the way. Um, how very sad for traditional JRPG fans, though, mm-hmm. that Final Fantasy is like, yo, fuck turn-based. <laughs> What, are we making grandma games over here? Get the fuck out. Yeah, like, like they've just abandoned that for the main line. They're like, no, if we want this shit to sell, it's going to be hack and slash. And yeah. Like, huh. Okay. I, I mean... And that makes me happy. Yes. <laughs> it doesn't make RPG fans happy. I understand that. Yeah, I think we're going to go full abandonment from here on out with that. Like, we're going to, obviously... Not if we game. ever get another MMO-type Final Fantasy... How could we not with how, with uh, how successful fourteen was? We'll get more of that combat style, and but like, yeah, the JRPG action hybrid shit is here to stay. Yeah, like Square is willing to embrace it with their 
Octopath Travelers and like little love letter games, but like it feels like we're not going to see that in Final Fantasy anymore. But at least they're like really leaning into it and going like, "Hey, we're we're going to get the big guns in here." Mm-hmm. Having like DMC come yeah. in there, Ooh. so yeah. le- so that looked cool. Like the the you know, when you're fighting like normal combat units, that looked cool. What you have seen, like when it's a boss fight. Why does the UI look like a fighting game? Yeah, you have like health bars on screen that look very much like this is a fucking like arcade fighter. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what's going on there? Yeah, a little Whatever. weird. Come on, just put the big old health bar at the bottom of the screen. You don't need to reinvent the wheel over here. Yeah, <laughs> come on. I, th- I think some of the UI is a little little busy, and that's always busy. been kind of the problem with those mm-hmm. games where it's like you gotta have health bars, you gotta have your fucking ATB gauges, you gotta right. have all this shit going, right, and, and it, it just gets so busy. Seven remake, I love it, but like, God, there was so much clutter on the screen with mm-hmm. that game. Mm-hmm. Um, one interesting thing that like I noticed from the reveal trailer back in uh, 2020 and now is that it still seems like it's very much Clive. Clive Rossfield is the character. There's <laughs> no Rossfield? there's no party from what I can tell. It seems like you're mainly just playing as him, hmm. which is interesting. Here's Jane Valentine. Yeah, <laughs> she is my wife. What is with these weird white names like Jack Chaos? I don't. And Clive Rossfield. I don't understand. Is his last name Chaos? I don't know what his last Jack name. Chaos. Yeah. Jack Paradise Stranger. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I have yeah. no idea. But Clive, Clive Rossfield made me fucking laugh as a Resident Evil fan. I was like, are you serious? <laughs> I was like, are you joking? <laughs> yeah, it seems very close to a Chris mm. Rossfield. You're right. Here's Leo Kaneda. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it looks pretty dope. Very dark. Very medieval fantasy. More mature. More mature uh, that, for sure. A lot of political undertones and themes right in your face. Yeah, I mean, it's Yoshi P. That's the shit that yeah. he loves. That's yeah. the shit that got him like into Square Enix, right? He was like, I just want to meet the guy that made Tactics Ogre. Like, that, that was his whole... <laughs> that, that was his ambition, yeah. honestly. Uh, he was like, because I love that shit. So yeah, I... And it also, I think the hint is that it's going to be an M-rated game. Because oh. there's like fucking nudity. Yeah, it looks like there was a sex scene. I know. In, in my Final, Final Fantasy. Fan- in my Final Fantasy? My Final Jesus Fantasy. Christ. Yeah. Wow. Final Fantasy ain't kink shaming any longer, I see. No. Goodness gracious. Yeah, you can well. do your Moogle play. And there was like blood in the first trailer. So yeah. it feels like you hack up your enemies and whatnot. Yeah. I'm like, okay, all right, all right. This is a fa- this is a fantasy based on a grim reality. <laughs> <laughs> my my temperature for it is like I think I've been excited for Final Fantasies more, but you're gonna get me first day for a mainline entry yeah. every time. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I want a steel box mm. of this motherfucker, right? Like, oh I, yeah, I, with I that traditional that. like Yoshitaka mana art. Oh yeah, oh, baby. Oh yeah, that's the thing I need on my shelf. Very cool. <laughs> <laughs> Collectors edition. Coll- We're gonna do an unboxing yeah. video for you little roomies out there. I'm going to open it and look at the contents. Be excited. <laughs> Be very excited. Yeah, what what were some other takeaways from it? From Final Fantasy 16? Yeah. Um, I think that's that's, that's it. It, it okay. looks like it's got harder action focus, which is going to totally get me going and grinding for hours and hours. I think 15 wanted to be that, but the combat was just so milquetoast mm-hmm. that it just couldn't. It couldn't. <laughs> yeah, we both tried to go back to it this year, and like I th- we Ooh. love that game. Ooh, seven for, fucked it up for us. For reasons. And then like you know when you go back to it, it's like, oh, you're really just pressing the triangle button to warp strike yeah. and do kind of very not tight mechanical attacks. It's but, like, I don't need to be here. Yeah, <laughs> like That's how it feels. Like I, You can yeah. just auto I could just rubber band the controller, and it could just do right. everything for me. Right, and that's how you get through the Adam Mantoys fight. Yes. as well just rubber band those bitches Ignis that was a fall long over a few times, but yeah. fight 
Yeah, it took My me like God. five hours, I think. Something ridiculous. So all in all, yeah, I think this strong state, state of play was great. Very strong state very of play. Very good, yeah. Uh, I think Sony's going to do a bigger thing for oh, yeah. like elsewhere, especially when it comes to like people are like, hey, what's going on with God of War Ragnarok? Will yeah. it come out this year? Will it not? I think there's still a chance it may not. There is a, there is a potential, mm-hmm. a critical potential that it may like slip out of this year. But this is the year to fucking strike. Yeah. Okay? Because Starfield and... Well, that was it. Starfield getting bucked out of... Redfall. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'm excited for Redfall, but it, it's no Starfield. <laughs> you know, that's that's the thing that turns heads, right? Mm. So it's your time to strike like a fucking viper, Sony. Do this. Yeah, I think we... They never quite announce these mm. ahead of time. I mean, they don't even really do it with the state of plays. Like, they give us, like, two, three days, and they're like, hey, there's a state of play, like, tomorrow. And we're like, okay, yeah. thanks, Nintendo, doing fucking shadow drops of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... There's a delineation between the state of plays and then their conferences that they do. That, that is like this first party, like fucking loot box of games and announcements yeah. and things. And yeah, I, we need one of those. Um, I could see it getting rolled into Jeff Keighley's fucking summer Saturnalia. Like, you know, <laughs> it'll be a thing. That's the Thursday, by the way, that we're doing our first Jeff Keighley conference. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's like at 11 a.m. for us, I think. Is that. Which one is that? Is that Summer Games Fest? That's the Summer Games Fest. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So that's pretty soon. But I mean, like, we would have had E3 around this time of year. That's true. Like, in middle of June. Uh, that makes sense. So, the Summer Solstice. Yeah, so June 9th. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out the time, because I, like, need to tell my work that, oh, hey, so, my mom died. <laughs> so I gotta... So, sorry, mom. <laughs> I gotta be gone in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, it's 11 a.m. Bitches. How long, how long is it gonna be, though? Tell me how long it'll be. I remember the first one being like two hours of just Jeff and then like yeah. other stuff around it. It might be a long one. Oh man, look at the partners too. You got 2K. You got Capcom. Capcom's going to be back. You got Deep, Deep Silver. Silver. Oh my god. Fucking Raw Fury. The PlayStation logo. Warner Brothers. A box. Oh sorry, Xbox. We got uh, Moldenhauer. Yeah, because he was saying that we're going to get more of Cuphead Delicious Last Course there. Right, it's not comes out pretty there. soon. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna be like, hey, I'm gone on on, on Thursday. I gotta put that in tomorrow. Mm, okay. <laughs> okay. I'll be like, ah, I gotta go to the dentist. My teeth fell out. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited <laughs> to see what what's in store there. Jeff has the keys to some great partnerships and gets some really cool announcements and things. Jeff like, holds the keys. Like he got Alan Wake too. He got fucking. Elden Ring all those months ago. I know. What's he got next? What are we not thinking of? I don't know. We're just so dumb. We like, have soft brains. Be, is he going to have like a Half-Life 3 situation? <laughs> like what does he got? What is Jeff hiding from us? Jeff, tell us. Jeff! I want to know. A lot of people are saying maybe we get some like FromSoft related things. Like because he got Sekiro in the past and Elden Ring. Yeah. Maybe we get an announcement of Elden Ring DLC or something else. Elden Ring DLC. Yeah. Huh? Elden Ring DLC there? Yeah. Oh, man. That'd be oh, hot. man. <laughs> oh, it's time to go back. <laughs> there was a yeah. an announcement of a performer being there. Oh, who was it supposed to be? Oh, Alex McCullough, um, the, the, the bassist that's all over Twitter. He does like the... He's a he's a composer bassist. He does like Final Fantasy could be funky, Bloodborne could oh, be funky. Oh yeah, I think I've seen his. Videos. Yeah, and then That's he does cool. like compositional breakdowns of stuff. But he's going to be doing a performance there. It might be like a big summer games medley. Okay, uh, so that's pretty dope. Good for him. Like he hey, he deserves yeah. all the success. Get on so, up there, man. Right yeah. on influence. I like but, it. 
Speaking of stuff that we, that's stuff we don't know. That's a lot of predictions and we things that could be happening. Uh, speaking of things we do know, I'm going to do a quick one on here. What? This week, we got Bioware. They're like, hey guys, we got some good Bio- morsels here. Bioware makes games? Yeah. They gave us the title for the new Dragon Age. Oh yeah? What is it, dude? Dreadwolf. Dreadwolf. All right. Cool. All right. Cool. Cool. A name means nothing. Very cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> I have no stake in the Dragon Age race. Yeah, me neither. Uh, I know one, one of our fans, uh, roommates does, Lovable Dingo. Like that Dragon Age. I hope this game is everything you need it to be. He hates Dragon Age Inquisition, but he's played it for like 500 hours nonetheless. Could you imagine like playing something that you hate for so long? Yeah, I've done that a lot. Yeah? Played a lot of Demon Souls. Oh my god. How <laughs> I, dare which you? I, which I don't hate it. That's I, a crime. It's, it's just not one of my favorites. That's a crime so, right there. Yeah, there's that. That's cool. Um, hopefully we get more gameplay of that for yeah. Bioware fans. Um, another thing that we saw and now know more of is Sonic Frontiers. All right, I've been waiting for this fucking conversation <laughs> as, as the resident biggest fan of Sonic. Yeah, tell, tell me about it. Ah, oh, dude, we're out there. It's green. It's big open world. Sonic's racing around. You got a little melancholic melody going on, piano stock. Yeah, I say to myself, you know, you got these banger tracks from the Genesis era. You got fucking <laughs> Green Hill Zone. You got the, the the mushroom theme. You got all these banger tracks. These really fucking like up tempo, really good historic music. And we say to ourselves, "What if we had music that made me want to kill myself while I'm playing Sonic?" <laughs> Can't wait for. Yeah, it was it was a choice, I think, to do the Breath of the Wild Pokemon. Arceus Legends yeah. thing of like, let's have really light, dainty piano tunes and atmospheric things. <laughs> like, all right. Yeah, dude, that's Sonic. Listen, piano doesn't make me want to go fast. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's Sonic having a midlife crisis is what it is. Yeah. So like, um, so the internet has reacted in multiple ways okay. to this footage. I, I, I think I... What I'm vibing on is that people are saying it looks like an Unreal Tech demo. It doesn't oh. look like a finished fucking game. It, it definitely doesn't look like a game that's coming out in December. And I am of, like, I skirt towards that example, but I'm mm. still keenly interested because this is different for Sonic. Yes. And that's what makes me interested. Like, this, I've, we haven't played an open-world Sonic game. But it's like <laughs> the homework assignment of Make Breath of the Wild but Sonic is something that, yeah, looks like that's what you're trying to accomplish, but is that what we should be doing <laughs> is the question on my mind. Because yeah. I don't think it quite fits. And, like, I had to laugh when I watched this footage because I was like, what is happening here? Why is he in this empty world fighting fucking boring robots and there's sad piano music? <laughs> What's happening? It's it's an interesting choice. I, I will agree. Tell me. You're the biggest Sonic fan on Earth. How do you feel about this? <laughs> on Earth? I don't know about on Earth. Um, Green Hill Zone, whatever. I think I told you it was a day one for me. <laughs> yeah, there we go. There we um, go. I think from what I've seen from it so far, this game is easily like a like a seven or a seven point five. Like it seems like you know the, pretty high for Sonic. The best that we might get for for Sonic in a three D open world space. Now, Sonic has kind of stumbled into the open. Well, the 3D space, I'll start there. Like, Sonic 3D Blast on the, the Genesis was... We're going back in time. Yeah, it was interesting. It was it was a good game, but, like, some of that was hard to manage. It didn't always feel like the cameras handled well in certain situations, mm. and obviously we, we kept going from there, right, with games like Sonic Unleashed okay. and Sonic 06. Yeah. Uh, and some of the... 
the games like Generations tried to do like a hybrid thing where it's like, all right, we're going to do the traditional 2D side-scrolling platforming Sonic, and then we're going to mix it up with like inverted cameras and like, I like different that field one. of view stuff. I like Generations. I um, like that one. I, I feel like part two. Sonic in 3D spaces works better on rails because of how okay. unwieldy how unwieldy and fast the character can be at times. You got your rails. I saw the rails. Yeah. They're, oh, they're, just, the, they're just kind of they're floating, floating midair in the sky. You just got to get up to them. Yeah. Um, I think some of the best examples of like outside of that, that we've gotten of like, you know, dynamic 3d Sonics would be the adventure games. Yeah. Those things do new daring things and you get to explore different characters with that. This game, oh, it, it's interesting because it's like, it's sure a Sonic game by name, but it looks nothing like a Sonic game. No, it like they're, does You're fighting nothing enemies, very generic robots and things. Um, you're doing what feels like early 3D Mario things of like platforming, <laughs> doing puzzles, and then collecting yeah. like blue coins. Right. Some of the scaling, like running up walls and shit looks cool. Um, I think the locomotion could be the make or break thing. Like how good does it feel to run a sonic in that mm-hmm. world right how good does it feel to platform and, and rail grind and do all that to me the combat looked a bit stiff people are calling that out too yeah it didn't look exactly very fun it looked like uh, that looks like a chore it looked fine yeah is the thing fine yeah I, fine in all caps is the, the way i put it because it like again the the combat in sonic has never been like a huge thing it's always been like Hold down, spin roll, dash, jump on your enemies a bunch, lose your rings, get your rings back, jump on enemies some more. Oh, they look hurt. Oh, they're dead. Okay. We didn't really get dynamic, like, gameplay until we kind of started going into the 3D space. I think uh, Adventure 2, because you play as so many different characters, yeah, the combat feels a bit more dynamic. You're doing stuff like Knuckles is punching and kind of fly dashing into things, and, you know, Rogue the Bat is doing cool shit. Yeah, this is like, okay... It feels like that PS3, early PS4 era of, like, lock on to an enemy, do a honing jump sort of thing. Yeah. You know, Um, there's abilities where you can circle an enemy and do kind of like a speed tornado around them to kind of, like, dismantle their armor and then get to the core of of the character and and do some damage on them. So there's stuff like that. It, It looks fine is the thing. It look, it look, yeah, it look, it look, I, I agree with you <laughs> where you're saying. Like, it looks fine. It doesn't look good. Fine yeah. is not good yeah. in my mind. <laughs> like, fine is like, all right, you, you, you showed up. You yeah. know, like, uh, you're coming to a cookout and you brought the Tostitos. Yeah. Oh, th- thanks. We need, needed those. You yeah. Know? Uh, Could have used, you know, hot dog buns. <laughs> Could have used some more. fucking, some dip or something. Yeah, some dip yeah. or something. But yeah, uh, and I, I'm looking at some footage now and I'm reading some Reddit comments okay. uh, here. Uh, I thought this is one of those Unreal Engine fan-made games until I read the comments. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, a lot of people are saying, uh, I can't believe this is coming out this year. Mm-hmm. They think it should be delayed based off the footage. And I got to tell you, like, I'm looking at the footage. I'm not like, oh, this needs to be delayed right now. I'm like, mm, it definitely needs a bit more polish because I'm like, I'm missing that like that zing to it, right? And I think some of it is the presentation, like I was saying, which is like you got your weird, sad, uh, you know, piano music, which fits like Link walking through the apocalyptic world that he was yeah. in Breath of the Wild. I think you need a little more energy for a Sonic presentation in yeah. some way. It's... Some people are saying, they're like, I can't believe I'm saying this, but he looks slow. <laughs> <laughs> Sonic the slow hog. Yeah. It's... Yeah, it's a bummer because it has none of the makings of a Sonic game. There's no iconic, recognizable music, and maybe that's because we're far removed from Green Hill Zone and all that. 
Um, why too far away? Why would you have Green Hill Zone music if you're not there? I obviously get things like that. My my thing is, why are we going for like the ultra realistic forest? Like, I really don't like know. it. Why give me like a colorful like cartoony Sonic's cartoony? Give me a cartoony thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, you're doing like. Like it's like real life. You're running up like these <laughs> giant like mech structures. Yeah, we're and watching platforms. footage right now. Um, there looks like there's like ancient obelisks and like yeah. ancient glyphs and things that you're on like doing things and doing puzzles around. Looks very Breath of the Wild. I think it, it, at the in the least, this game will be a very pacifying open world experience. Like I could take off my head, just run around in these fields, and that'll be fun. But like. Unless what do you do when you play games? I just take my head off. You just I just take I, off I, my head, take it off my shoulders, and just, I just roll just around. Roll I just lose myself in and like what is this? What is this top down? You're, you're solving some puzzles here. Puzzle? What? Okay. Look at that. You're using your body to solve puzzles the way that God intended. It worries me because I don't feel like there's much hidden from this game. I hope there is. I hope there's areas and things that we will be excited to yeah. uncover. But if this is all the game is man we got problems it's gonna disappoint <laughs> we got some problems i don't know yeah like i'm hoping shouldn't there be like different zones you there know? should be different show, zones show me some lava or things show, yeah show me some other shit give yeah. me little like portal like dimensional things that allow wow. me to jump between like these different like wow. ecosystems biomes spheres whatever the fuck you want to call them i don't know man it's tough right like stuff making a sonic game nintendo has nailed mario uh-huh on the cross. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> he, no. <laughs> it's a me, prosecutor. <laughs> he, in his games, have been mastered at this point. In the 2D right. space and the 3D space. Like, sure. It's almost impossible to make a bad Mario game. Yeah. It, it, it is. Like, you know, you can get the basics down and people will play it. <laughs> you say like, that, it'll happen. <laughs> I feel like we've been stumbling with Sonic games. Yeah, for out, 20 years. Out of the 2D space. Like... The, that's when yeah. Sonic is at its best. When it's fucking... It's yeah. When it's 2D, when it's playing homage mm. to, like, the Sega era. But, like, he deserves a bit more. Maybe he does. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't. Who's to say? <laughs> but I hope for the best for little this little dude. Yeah. I'm hoping the reviews come out and it's like, oh, actually... It ain't it ain't too bad, you know. Like, cause I I, I want to get into an open world Sonic. I don't know why. There's something about the like the just the concept on paper that I'm just like my brain activates. I'm like Sonic in the open world. Mm-hmm. What's that like? <laughs> a lot of it strikes me in the way that uh, the Pathless did, which is like an open world mm-hmm. game with like a very interesting locomotion mechanic and system where you have to like use your arrow to hit these things in the environment that give you boost and make you go faster. But like the different like plains and plateaus and deserts you're going across are very vibrant and cool. Mm-hmm. In this game strikes me in that same way but i'm only seeing one zone yeah i'm seeing the same green fields and forests and like ponds right so i don't know we'll we'll, we'll see as a stat as established yeah. in the sonic the hedgehog films he lives in the pacific northwest so oh. that's why we gotta we really that's gotta true. bring that in rein that in right? i'm okay with that no more mushroom zones yeah. no more deserts or whatever give me a sonic game out in the ho national rainforest it's an actual rainforest uh, oh, okay. in Washington. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I did not. I yeah. should be aware of these things, and I'm just, yeah. I'm just not. I'll tell you a, oh, a, tell a startling fact about it. Very beautiful, but it has a high rate of suicide. Really? Yeah, it's like that one forest in Japan. A suicidal forest, yeah. huh? How's it still there? You know? <laughs> oh, jeez. Like, oh, well, I... Didn't they make a movie on the Japan forest? They did. They did, with um, Natalie Dormer. Yes. <laughs> and then... 
<laughs> which Paul was it? Was it Logan Paul or Jake Paul? It tried was, to do the same was, thing. I think it was. Oh man, I actually couldn't tell you which. which <laughs> yeah, Paul it was. I can't either. Because there's one that's a bit quieter but still obnoxious, and yeah. then there's the one that's like really obnoxious. I think that's Logan. Which is the Pokemon collector? I think that's Logan. Okay, which is the boxer? That's the same one. <laughs> which is the one that got caught in the 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 riots, uh, breaking into a mall? Oh, dude, I can't I can't pass this test. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I can't test I can't pass this test at all. It's tough. It's they're tough. the same. They're the same fall yeah. to me. <laughs> well, hey, hopefully that comes out and is a thing. It'll be a thing. It'll be a thing. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. There haven't been a lot of favorably reviewed Sonic games in recent years. No. Uh, save for Mania, which people really liked. People like Mania? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Hopefully we get a Mania too somewhere down the line, but... Maybe. Yeah. Well, you got your Origins collection coming out. Soon. Yeah, with my, my unlockable payment tiers. Yeah. Yeah. They made the game better. <laughs> yeah. So, we'll see. You get to prove your Sonic fandom uh, that way. You know, you have more options to. Before, all you could do is just buy and play the game. Now... You can you can like pray at the altar by giving them little, little micro monies. You know what I'm saying? You know what? You're right. Yeah, you're right. Right? Like business being business. You know I'm going to supplicate and give all my money. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> and then they'll make Sonic games that you want. Maybe probably not. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. Okay. Listen, I'm a, a a lifelong Sonic fan. I'll show up for stuff with a, a a heart full of hope and a head full of skepticism. You know. Mm, like um, you're like your own Mulder and Scully when it comes to Sonic. Yeah, yeah, actually, that's a very, very good way to put it. Yeah. You want to believe. <laughs> I do. But you're I, not being given the right evidence. I do want to believe that there is a good Sonic game on the horizon, but... Yeah. Kevin, let's do a quick rapid fire here. Rapid fire? Let's let the kids know what we've been playing lately, because, you know, they don't follow us on PlayStation, they don't look at our trophy trackers, and if they don't catch us uh, over on Twitch, you at twitch.tv slash theredherb, and me at twitch.tv slash dungeonsanddaniels, they have no idea what the fuck we're playing. It's true. So let's let's go round robin. We'll go three for three. Tell okay. me a game you've been playing lately. Evil Dead the game. Oh my god. <laughs> Fucking love it. Yeah. And I'm so happy that the game uh, caught me or caught on with me as much as it did, right? Because I was worried. I was like, I don't think I'm going to like this type of game. Mm-hmm. You know, I love Evil Dead, but I'm not down with doing like Dead by Daylight yeah. clones. And it's not. I mean, it is, but it's mm-hmm. good. <laughs> uh, the, I think the divining factor here is the combat. The fact that when you get into a group with four survivors, you can fight back. That is not something that is standard for yeah. this genre. It's always like hide and seek. And the the power differential is lopsided toward the killer character. Mm-hmm. They're the one that can hack and slash. They're the one that can chase. They're the one that can do all the fun stuff. That's not true here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you both can do the fun stuff, yeah. in my opinion. Actually, I like playing as the survivors more than the the demon, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. The demon's fine. You know, it's it's cool when you get the boss character out, like if you're playing as Evil Ash and and then you're like cutting up the the guys and then griefing them with a bunch of like an army of skeletons. That's mm-hmm. cool. That's that's good fun. But it's not where like the money of the game is. Some people are really into it. Yeah. That's cool. But I think um, teaming up and fucking beating up deadites with shovels and axes and your fucking uh guns and hand cannons and stuff mm-hmm. that's where the, the money's on too yeah so we've been playing about a bunch of that like we got chelsea into it you you've been playing mm-hmm. uh, me and nick have been playing like the most of it we haven't played in a little while though um because i've been like trying to like play something that isn't just online all the time right mm-hmm. um, well you're grinding for the platinum right now i'm pretty fucking close yeah. i mainly just have dead eye trophies left i gotta get my dead eye up to full rank and then I got to get 30 wins, which is, it sucks because, like, the rounds go up to 30 minutes. Yeah. And, like, I, 
I don't have like a high win percentage with the the fucking deadites to be honest with you i don't either i've only won one in maybe like the six games that i played yeah so if i play like let's say play fucking 60 games like holy shit yeah you play 60 games and and maybe you win half of those yeah that's 30 hours of just that alone so So i've taken a little bit of a break because it's like ah, i don't always want to be the deadite i far more often want to be a survivor Mm -hmm. but i fucking drained all the trophies out of that game i am gonna get the platinum Mm -hmm. and i hope i get the platinum by the time or because the new content coming out this summer which is candor castle from army of darkness like maybe maybe that'll give me like the zeal again to go back and try to finish it but it's fun it's really fun and everyone that we get to play it is like oh this is actually surprisingly really engaging (laughs) yeah i so i'm not one for games of this nature and i'm i'm not like a passing evil dead fan like i Uh like the the remake movie and i like uh you know evil dead like the original (laughs) you like so you like the original and the remake I'll give you the remake, but goddamn, Evil Dead Two is where it's at. Well, yeah, wasn't Evil Dead Two just a remake of the first movie again, but like more interesting? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I definitely showed you that movie. Yeah. Army of Darkness is the one that I haven't seen. You fucking betrayer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You have to see Army of Darkness. It's so fucking good. It's yeah. one of the best movies ever. So I want, I want to see that, and then I want to actually watch uh, Ash versus the Evil Dead, the series. That's so. a fun series. It's really good. Uh, I, I was rewatching that because of the game. So I play the game. I have no mental attachment to any of these characters. You know all of. Them. I'm just like, oh, I'm gonna be. Uh, There's four ashes. What's her name? Patricia? No, not Patricia. Um, no, Cheryl. Cheryl. There we go. Come on. Yeah. She, she's, Wait, you don't play as Cheryl. You play as uh, Annie. The, yeah, the daughter of the. That's professor. Annie. That's yeah. Annie. Okay. Yeah, Annie Noby. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I play as her a lot. She's a leader. She's pretty cool. She's a leader character. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just I listen to you talk lore while we play it, and you're like, this is this person. Fucking this love is, Evil Dead. This man. is the Kandarian dagger, and I'm yeah. like, cool, man. Let's go get the it. Evil Dead too. Um, I know. I think it's fun. Um, it's got some interesting systems mm. about it that we, we've talked about before like the fear meter is is pretty pretty interesting having to kind of manage s- that yeah stick together with groups because if you're isolated or you get caught in more scare traps or get kind of like dogpiled by the um enemy character yeah your fear meter goes up so you have to light fires and do stuff like that and they can uh, possess you is the biggest problem yeah. if they possess you they can fucking yoke the rest of the team mm-hmm. like they'll go after the hunter character because mm-hmm. he could just range blast everyone on yes. the team which is ridiculous or the warrior is a good one to possess because mm-hmm. they're hard to get out of the possession yeah because they're strong so i i like all its little systems and things about it yeah. um i mean after a while like you know you've played one round you've played them all basically because it's like you're do- your objectives are the <laughs> same every time you play yeah get the pages of the book uh get the dagger get the other thing what is it a map i forget what it is uh it's it's uh so you need to get pieces of a map oh, pieces to of go a map. find the pages from the book. book and then you get the dagger and then the dagger yeah, and then yeah, yeah. you fight the monks they're not monks the they're monks. the dark ones <laughs> the dark ones you see blast them with the triangle button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, hey here's my laser beam they blast and, you too and then you got you got to protect the book you got to protect the book yeah the Necronomicon Ex Mortis. Yeah. And if you the don't, book of the dead. And if you don't, the player character Evil One wins. Evil One wins. <laughs> so. That's right. You got it down pat. <laughs> so, but there's fun shit in there, right? You get to fucking, you get cool weapons. Um, you have to almost like start like scavenging right away because yeah. you have to find a gun you have to find a melee weapon yeah depending on who you play as like playing as um the leader like i go for more like high level melee weapons like the sword or like the fucking mm-hmm. sledgehammer getting to play as uh 
one-handed ash with the nub uh getting a chainsaw is pretty cool it is yeah i love that only he like only ashes with missing his right hand can get the chainsaw which yeah. is really fucking fun to me um i'm actually surprisingly i enjoy playing as support character so i'll, mm-hmm. I'll sometimes play as cheryl as ash's sister but i like playing as evil dead one ash because he has his heavy attacks with melee does like a passive heal to everyone yeah. in the group it's pretty cool and they nerfed that shit by the way oh what motherfuckers yeah that's stupid because people it's are getting a, really good. At it. Well, it's a, such a slow attack. I know like the, the radial healing you do is very—it's not as quickly as it could yeah, be. Yeah, they nerf Cheryl know? too, where she doesn't heal as well anymore. Bullshit. And I'm just like, what's going on here? I feel like the deadites like are really stacked against you yeah. if they know what they're doing, right? But I like the contextual melee a lot. Like, yes, get the I was surprised by how good the melee is coming off mm-hmm. of hearing. You know, all these things about Friday the 13th, the game, and Dead by Daylight, how there really isn't combat. It's you just setting traps and hiding and doing stuff like that. This boring. game isn't that, which makes me really love it. Yes, so. this game's not boring yeah. compared to those boring games that are way more popular. Yeah. But people are coming around. I love, I, I, I'm i on the Reddit for it. I mentioned Reddit a lot, but I do like joining like a game community. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like our Evil Dead uh, people, or Evil Dead the game, I should say. People are saying like, "Hey, I've I've been playing Dead by Daylight since launch, and when I jumped over this game, it's it's just like a breath of fresh air." They're like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. It's like I'm hard pressed to want to go back to DBD because I'm getting a lot like out of Evil Dead that mm-hmm. I wouldn't otherwise. Some people are concerned about like what kind of content you can mine or support for Evil Dead because mm-hmm. it's a pretty limited franchise in a lot of ways. Sure. In that there's only like a handful of movies, and then you have the TV show. Like, so you're not gonna get fucking like. You know how, like, Dead by Daylight, we can do Resident Evil, we can do Silent Hill, we can do Freddy Krueger, we, we can do things. Chucky, we can do... It's yeah. like, yeah, we get it. You can do every but horror IP You ever. could say the same thing about Friday the 13th, the game. Like, yeah. you can only mine so many fucking Jason movies. And they would have mined more Jason movies, except the rights to the Jason movies uh, got passed over to another company, and they had to stop developing the game. Oh, wow. That's That's why that game shut down. Yeah. Interesting. I, I'm surprised that uh, Saber Interactive was able to get so many rights as they were for this game. They did the impossible. Yeah. Ash versus Evil Dead the show couldn't even reference Army of Darkness for the mm-hmm. first two seasons. They're able to reference all of the films save for the remake and Evil Dead Rise, mm. which is the new one coming out soon okay. on HBO Max, which we haven't seen a fucking trailer for. Come on. Mm. Where's a fucking trailer? Um, which is very sad because I want Mia from Evil Dead remake yeah, she's as a playable character. She's great. I think that should be very fun. Yeah. So, I mean, there's potential for new characters, new rosters. Yeah. Um, Errol did a, a whole list of characters that he would like to see in the game. Over on the gamer. Yeah. yeah, what, yeah. what was the one? Uh, Dead? No, not Dead Men. Dark Man. <laughs> yeah. Dark Man. I mean, his, his, there is some precedence for that. Like, there's yeah. a bunch of Army of Darkness comic books and Evil Dead comic books where there's a bunch of crossover stuff yeah. like that. And Dark Man is another Sam Raimi property. I'll give him that one. I'll give mm. him that one. Uh, but he had me on the list. He also had, uh, was it Rose? Yeah, Rose from the TV show, Rose Noby. Mm-hmm. Um, it may not be Rose. Oh, my God. Whatever. Uh, Lucy Lawless's character. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, my brain's not working. I'm like, is it Rose? Yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway, but she would be amazing to have mm-hmm. in the game. Apparently, uh, data miners have found that, yeah, she's probably going to be a villain character. Oh, cool. Yeah, another Deadite you play as. And I'm like, wow, you could have gone either way with that, but yeah. interesting. Which is interesting about the the, the the movies. You can go either way with these like survivors. Like mm-hmm. either you can have an evil version of them that's a deadite like warlord, or you can have them be a survivor. So I say they just fucking throw the whole kitchen sink in there because like you have so many versions of Ash. Yeah, like there's fucking four versions of Ash in there. Yeah. Why not just do like every good and bad version of a character you just could just make it plump, full of content. I mean, there's five versions of Ash in the game technically with evil Ash. 
Oh, that's so I was including Evil Ash. Okay, so yeah. maybe I missed one. Uh, there is Evil Dead 1, there's Evil Dead 2 as a hunter, there's mm-hmm. Army of Darkness as a warrior, and then there's Ash versus okay. Evil Dead's leader character. Okay, you're right. Yeah, and then Evil Ash. They have five versions of Ash. Yeah. That's a lot of fucking That's a Ash. lot of Bruce Campbell. A lot of Bruce Campbell. They, yeah. got, they got him back for the game. He sounds like he's having a good time. I yeah. love it. I love it. Yeah, I'm having fun with it. And then when I, when I don't play with you guys, because I feel like playing... Um, as a survivor, mm-hmm. you need a tight group. It's easy for like the, uh, a session to fall apart quickly if you're not communicating. It's yeah. like you got one fucker who's off in the distance looting a house, and yeah. then his fear meter gets up, and then you know it, it, you you need to be coordinated. Yeah. So when I'm not playing with a group, I play as demons and shit. I'm out there, you know, getting my scare meters up and just fucking doing the work, you know. There's to my a lot of disconnects up. too, man. Yeah, that's a big problem. And the game doesn't have backfills for disconnects, which I think is like pretty fucking egregious for any multiplayer game because the the round is ruined mm, it's completely ruined yeah. if somebody can't backfill and i know it's not always fun for somebody to jump into like a uh, match in progress but it should happen i think you should do the overwatch thing where it's like you leave that seat open for the previous person who got kicked maybe like you know maybe they didn't mean to get network booted yeah maybe something happened but if they want to rejoin they have the opportunity to but mm-hmm. i was able to do that yeah but i wouldn't keep the seat open for the entire match because it yeah. ruins a match i forget like yeah if you lose a, a player the match is over basically right the game the game doesn't auto end yeah uh if the demon leaves it'll auto end oh that's what it is that's what but it is. like okay. if a player in your team leaves you're fucked okay you just have to stay the whole time and the other thing that really sucks about it that they need to definitely fixes if i'm the back out of that match because hey it's fucking scrubbed i get punished yeah where like i'll have like a cool down like of like five minutes before i can join a match again i'm like yeah you should really not do that for for like des- disconnects that happen on a team like mm-hmm. just allow it right like I've, I've had games like that i think like battlefront did that where it's like oh yeah players disconnect you won't be penalized for like leaving the lobby or okay whatever. yeah so like there's little there's little quality of life things for just being online that they need to get like better at or fix up and there's time to do it right mm-hmm. i'm surprised um that they were able to get a patch like within a week of the game's release like out yeah. and fix up a lot of the things that they're compl- people are complaining about with the deadites being like overpowered and stuff and it's like oh, that makes sense what is the one egregious thing that i think needs to get fixed um i complain about it every time we play uh oh shit i forget Oh, no, I know what it is. Um, so it's crossplay enabled. So we can't continually stay in a party. Yeah. Every fucking time we want to play a match together, you have to send out new invites every fucking yeah, time. Yeah, that's it's fucking so annoying. So annoying. Please make parties. So annoying. Yeah. Please. It's like, so fucking There has irritating. to be people crying about that. And they're, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A bunch of people in the, yeah. on the Reddit were talking about, like, come on. Like, <laughs> this is like kids play stuff. I mean, there's plenty of crossplay enabled games where you can stay in the same party the entire yeah. time. We do. Fucking Overwatch does it. Yeah. Borderlands does it. So. Exactly. And if a fucking multi-billion dollar company can do it, then Little Saber can do it. Okay. <laughs> they could. They could. I little tiny that. baby Saber interactive. Yeah. Saber is doing something else um, soon that was interesting to me as well. I think it was another horror IP that they're bringing to life i don't know it wasn't texas chainsaw because gun is doing that mm-hmm. it was something else that i was like oh wow saber beautiful saber the latest in horror gaming saber oh my god here i'll look it up real quick they're out of new jersey saber interactive they're out of fort lauderdale they're also out of fort lauderdale <laughs> that's a, that's an interesting one let's go back home Let's work with them. You want to work with them? You I want to work, work with Saber. Aren't they owned by like a Russian team? I could speak a little Russian. Uh, so TBA 
Warhammer 40k unannounced painkiller title no, Kingdom Come good. Deliverance. Oh, they're doing Space Marine too. That's probably the thing that stood out to me. Oh, okay. Because Space Marine was basically like Gears of War in the Warhammer universe, mm-hmm. but it was actually surprisingly good because it was like very melee based. Uh, so they're doing that. That's okay. fucking sick. Uh, we're still waiting on the the PS5 upgrade for World War Z, which is supposed to come out next year. Uh, and we have all that aftermath content. Yeah. Did you end up getting it? I did. I did. Just yeah. never, never got into. Oh, it. that's right. These fuckers are doing a Quiet Place video game. That's what it is. Okay. Yeah, there yeah, we go. yeah. And I'm just like, oh, okay, that that's could interesting. Be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's got to be quiet. I already know that's probably the <laughs> a big the mechanic central, of it. Yeah. The central premise of the game. But it would be interesting if they had it where, like, if you're playing as a demon, they are like literally blind, or not yeah. a demon, uh, the the aliens. Mm-hmm. Like, they literally can't see anything until somebody makes, like, the wrong move. Mm -hmm. And that'd be interesting. Or there's, like, a filter vision on the world, and then, like, somebody makes a noise, and then it's fucking... Like, Sonar, like, Daredevil from the fucking first movie kind of style. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, they can go any way with that. They could do, like, the uh, asymmetrical multiplayer thing, or they could do, like, a kind of co-op story based thing like they did with world war z and then have a multiplayer mode where it's like you mm. you're playing against like because there are factions in, in that world where it's like people oh, kind of fighting right. against each other so like you could sabotage one group by putting like i don't know sound traps everywhere yeah like a fucking buzzer that goes off right. in their camp and then fucking the fucking aliens noise, throw a noise maker yeah the aliens yeah. fucking are tackling people left and <laughs> yeah, right it could be really cars. cool there's a lot you they're can really do with that. yeah yeah i'm sure they're thinking about it right now <laughs> no yeah. we're thinking about it <laughs> bring us back yeah we'll go to fort lauderdale yeah, we'll go to Fort Lauderdale. We're game. Florida boys, Saber. <laughs> yeah. If you really, if you need us in the hot seat, we will be there. Okay, thank you very much. Now, I want to talk to you about a, a weird phenomenon that has struck the household. Yeah. Uh, again, three years later. Tomorrow's in your hands. Tomorrow's in your hands. We have become delivery men again. The delivery man will deliver man. Uh, I went back hard into Death Stranding, specifically the director's cut for PS5. Yeah finally beat the game after three years because i didn't beat it the first time i played it i think i dropped off in episode four uh which is titled mama which is a great chapter really fucking good resounding (laughs) god that margaret qualley so cute a lot of of women you're very uh, attracted to yeah some of them are video game people some of them are not so man death stranding i think one day maybe we'll do like a retrospective maybe we'll do a backtrack on we it. we have to we owe it to who knows Hideo. um but I, I finally saw the game end to end it took me three and a half weeks and man what a fucking journey it was right like and i could have probably picked back up where i left off in, in the middle of episode four but there's like such a building block like arrangement of that mm. game where you you have to learn how to walk in that game you have to learn yeah. how to deliver and carry packages you're just a little yeah. rita's baby man you have to learn how to do things in that world to become a master of it and yeah oh my god from start to finish like like in my mind i always remember the opening segment of that game like being on mm. the motorcycle having the crash interacting with fragile and yeah, then the, fir- yeah. the first steps with the package on your back and low roar coming on the screen and the music playing it's such a sublime experience but it's odd to me that I came off of a game like Horizon Forbidden West and I was like, man, I want to play another open world game. That is odd for you. <laughs> but I went into this one knowing I was going to get a very unique experience that I wanted from right, it. Right. It's not like, your average like, checklist open world No, game. I wanted a Hideo Kojima like mindfuck crazy expectations experience and I, and I got it. Between the, the world of Death Stranding, between the, the enemies that you come across, the BTs, the beach things, uh, between the story with Higgs and fucking Unger, like it is such an interesting story 
story to watch unfold that is both fascinating, new, but also nonsensical and doesn't even really pay off by the end. No. I it, do not think it, it pays it off. Do, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't in any sort of way. But um, it, it, it's a very, like I've said it before, it's uh, definitely his attempt to make like an art house game as a triple A game, right? Yeah. Like an art house project or an art house film as a triple A video game. And I think it's mostly successful. Mm-hmm. It's just, and like most art, art house things, yeah. a lot of people are going to reject it. And that's what happened to Death Stranding. A lot of people rejected it. But for the people that it hit with, like me and now you, uh, it is big. I do want it on the record that the game did hit hard for me when we first played it. Like, uh, yeah, I, I, don't I remember I did. you really like love it. I don't know. No, I did. I loved it. I yeah. just I dropped off because I think something else had come out. I don't know if it was like Jedi Fallen Order or something else that came out. It like, might have been Jedi that November because it was the tail end of uh, 2019. It was 20. Okay, it was 2019. Yeah. that was a great uh, year for games. No, like I when I saw the marketing for this game, the ridiculous mm-hmm. marketing of Norman Reedus with a baby attached to his yeah. stomach that, that gives you thumbs yeah. up and Mads Mikkelsen is in it and the weird lines like I'm fragile but not that fragile none of it seemed like it would be for me I don't even like Hideo Kojima games but right. like when I started playing it when I delivered my first package when I really figured out that that game is like you versus the world learning how to overcome like different terrains and, and becoming a master hit. of it it starts yeah. to fucking hit it, don't it it's a journey it's a satisfying journey getting yeah. from one end of a, a, a route to the next there, there are a lot of really good emotional story beats too. Like I think mm-hmm. there's some good character work there. I, I love Fragile's arc. I love Mama's arc, and then finding out that you know, spoilers, she has a sister, and like that was pretty cool. I love all the stuff with Hartman as well. Yeah, the fact that he's like killing himself basically or dying for yes like 13 minutes or whatever and then like resuscitating himself so he can keep on going back that's fucking crazy just to go to the beach to learn more about it and to see his family yeah it's so heartbreaking and sad there's shit that's great yeah there's some real great stuff in there as as far as the story work goes and the world building but it is interesting that the game is like it's mostly just well what's the through line Mm -hmm. you deliver packages yeah that's and you get better at doing it yeah and you get more equipment to to do the delivering of packages but that's it that's the through line there's no people are expecting like yeah yeah yeah, Yeah. but where's like the metal gear like fights against robots and stuff like that and it's like you fight whales and stuff there are fights there are these like kind of like quick segment episodes where you get like transplanted to the past and you're doing like these saving private ryan like war segments where like you have assault rifles and shotguns and And it doesn't feel quite good no it doesn't feel quite good (laughs) i think the the best the combat feels is like when you're doing the the fights with the mules when you're using your rope (laughs) yeah and you're fucking fucking rope rope what do you call it so close quarters combat fucking rope rope quarters combat it feels really tactile too to like fucking knock a character and then tie him down yeah, and then like get some kicks in them on or the get ground. the bola gun out yeah. and tie up people by their neck it's it's fascinating because it is a tale of like three games right yeah. art house crazy kojima story delivery sim open world game and yeah. then this weird tactical shooting game and like some of it plays well i think some of the bt segments are really cool mm-hmm. when you fight the attack on titan style bt towards the end and yeah. you get a fucking like grenade launcher against it like that's really fucking cool that's where it shines yeah. let me tell you like it, it has these shiny moments that are really great and then some absurdist moments like yeah. some of the dialogue some of the character work i'm like you really got people to sign up and do this and put their name on it truly did it's astounding truly fucking did <laughs> and that's and that's why like you know i love kojima's unfettered vision yeah like where like this man is unconcerned about like how you're gonna receive it or 
what's going to play best mm-hmm. for general audiences? Like, these questions weren't asked. Yeah. <laughs> when they made this game. And I'm like, yeah, continue to let them do this shit. Mm-hmm. I want to see somebody make weird fucking games of a high production value. Right? Like, you know, not something that's held together on shoestrings. And, of mm-hmm. course, it's going to be very, very niche. No, this dude's coming out here going, like, I'm going to be... This- I'm going to be the criterion of video games. I'm going to make these fucking crazy, weird art house things that you're either going to like completely reject or be completely on board with. Mm-hmm. I love that. I need more of it. I think it works exceedingly well for him, and it's obviously what we've come to expect, right? Oh, yeah. On paper, a game where I deliver packages and I hold my uh, trigger and shoulder buttons to stabilize myself doesn't sound very fun. And hmm. I got to say... You played Paperboy? Yeah, right? <laughs> I got to say, like, the game isn't quite fun that's not the point of it like i, I yeah like, it's fun yeah no i i, when I said that, <laughs> like, don't get me wrong I, it's fun i enjoy it i find it a very cathartic experience yeah. to like just be like walking through the world or climbing or just trying to get to my next destination and seeing like right. the new vistas and planes unravel while, it makes the minutia fun yeah I think, while fucking you know? asylum for poets plays i'm like oh this great is song great so great great song but like it's not like it's not a, like a beat-em-up right it's not a slasher it's not a fucking no. platinum game right no, so no, like no, no. it's a very specific <laughs> flavor and i could see why people didn't like it but i'm very glad i went back to it it's an astounding experience and apparently we're getting a sequel uh, apparently, apparently. <laughs> mr norman reedus said it he was like oh yeah we're working on board too and that was it yeah. that, that's all he said and then people are like what he just fucking i worked on this story for two years he just said it yeah. <laughs> you know like yeah it's, it's fine i don't think again i want to move this industry away from this whole like everything needs to be trade secrets and hush hush mm. and fucking ndas over just like bullshit yeah like it's not that big of a fucking <laughs> deal to know that like death stranding's in development like mo- movies are like that right i mean let's let's not get to the regard of like you know disney being secretive about like their star wars scripts or whatever no i don't mean that mm. but they'll tell you way in advance and like yeah we're we casted like you and mcgregor and you're gonna see you're gonna see obi-wan mm. like two three years from now right I think games need to get that way. I think the problem with it is um, you have you have company, or I should say shareholders that are like, well, I live from fiscal year to fiscal year. Yeah. And games, as we know, it's volatile mm-hmm. to make these things come together. And things are going to slip, right? But it's your shareholders and money people are the ones that are like, you need to have a fucking date to yeah. look forward to when this money is going to happen mm-hmm. for us. And that sucks. Yeah. We need an end post, end goal for yeah. Q3, Q4. Yeah. I mean, like, there's one thing of, like, uh, announcing something, like, way in advance. Like, I think Cyberpunk being announced seven years before it ever happened was fucking stupid. <laughs> it's a little insane. But, like, if it's, like, a thing where it's, like, oh, hey, like, in, like, a couple years or four years from now, like, you know, you're going to see a Death Stranding 2, what's the harm? <laughs> mm-hmm. What's the harm, right? And then, like, we'll forget, you know? Like, we'll, we'll get a couple months into it, and then by next year uh game awards or whatever will be like oh what is this oh this looks familiar oh it's norman reedus he's holding a package and then boom it'll still be hype like i don't think it's gonna kill that momentum right but whatever yeah kojima didn't really seem to care too much about it it is like publishers and execs that seem to get a little upset about it kojima wanted to play with the fire of hollywood and he got burned (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm interested to see what a sequel could hold um I almost want something completely different. Take it to space. Like, get really crazy with I, it. I have one. I have one ask for the sequel. Huh. Can we get Anna Joy Taylor as like one of the oh, like, main yeah. cast in there? Because like, if we're getting famous people, 
that like to be a part of art house shit. It's the the cast of this game is insane. You have Conan O'Brien, Edgar <laughs> Wright, fucking um, Jordan Vaught Roberts is in it. Uh, what's his name? Daniel Kalua. Yes, is, is in the game. Simon like Pegg I, is in it. Yeah, I was I was streaming it what like on Friday, and I was like, is that is that the game from Get Out? Yeah. <laughs> it was like, yep, it and is. Not, not to mention you have fucking um, Leia Sado in it. You have fucking Norman Reedus. Yeah. Um, I forget who plays Die Hardman. Um, uh i don't i don't know him yeah i don't know him he's been in stuff but i don't know him. um and then fucking guillermo del toro and there's yeah. dead man like come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, some yeah. of the the wonkiest lines and like well he doesn't play the actor or he doesn't uh, do the voice oh he doesn't do the voice that's no, not him that's oh not him. okay yeah he just does the he's the body okay yeah yeah, yeah. I, I had to re- look that up because so he's like, the only one that didn't do the voice work no for? no uh so nicholas rendon friend as uh hartman is uh-huh. also voiced by somebody else oh okay so like the act like looks like the director is not voiced by the director so that happens in both instances oh okay. that's actually pretty common throughout that game mm-hmm. um that they don't actually have the person but they got conan to be conan and jeff keely to be jeff keely <laughs> you know Oh, yeah. Have you seen Jeff Keighley yet? I have not, no. Okay, he's the toy collector. He's literally in the starting area, and he's one of the hidden um, porters. Okay. What do you call him, actually? Bridgers. There's, yeah, there's a different title for those characters. I forget what they are. I I forget. Mm. Homesteaders. One of the people you have to bring onto the Chiral Network. Right. Yeah, I'm thinking about going back and, like, maybe trying to platinum it, because, like, by the end, some of the trophies come pretty easy. Uh, You get a trophy for every episode you complete, and just kind of delivering packages along the way, like, uh, walk X amount of, like, kilometers, deliver X amount of packages, (laughs) stuff like that. Like, literally engage with the the game. Yeah, do the core systems, build things, upgrade things. Yeah, it gets really tough with um, trying to max out, like, your S rank on this, because, like, on the the little stations, Mm. the wave stations... You have to have like max stars for almost all of them for mm-hmm. a certain trophy, and that gets really fucking hard because at a certain point you stop getting orders, oh. and you have to look for the ones in the world to max them out. Like you know, with the packages just sitting in the open yeah. environment. So there's a little bit of randomization with that oh, where you gotta like look in geez. specific areas to like find it. Yeah, it was rough. Yeah. It, it took me 130 hours, dude. <laughs> yeah, I my end play time was 50 hours, which was yeah. surprising. Like I I blasted through it and. I was shocked how much more work I had to put into that game. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah to think that I would have to probably put twice as much work to Platinum it, I'm just like, I'm not sure I want to do it. Yeah. But, you know, I chip away at it over time. I totally Come be back okay with to that. It. Death Stranding is a game worth coming back to every few years. It's just that the problem with the game is there's so many systems at play yeah. that if you step away from it for too long, it's like, oh, mm. fuck. I forgot how to do basic shit. Yep. I forgot how to, like, load up stuff right. Or mm. I forgot how to spray down my canisters. Like it was interesting, like relearning the game, like me picking up. Cause I'm playing it too. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I might stream it tonight actually. Nice. Yeah. So I'm now, like, I haven't seen any of the director's cut, con- the director cut me content. Me neither. Um, I think it's its <laughs> own thing. I don't understand. No, it's, it's baked into the game. In oh, some is way. it? Okay. It's just the only things that I've seen for sure. There's certain items that weren't a part of the original game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's certain features that weren't like, you know how you can, uh, you can leave the icon on the, not on the map, but on the screen where mm-hmm. like it disappears, but they tell you like, oh, every station has like a battery life or how often you can yeah. do that. That's a new feature. That oh. was not a part of the original. Okay. There's other features like that too, where it's like, wait a second. But huh. yeah, it's mostly items in the game Okay. that otherwise like weren't there. Certain guns and certain stuff like that. Okay. Like there the, are a lot of guns in this oh, game. Oh, like the Mazer gun. You don't start with a fucking Mazer gun in the original uh, game. Interesting. Okay. That was like totally. Yeah. Cause you start with the Bola gun. Yeah, yeah, that's what you're supposed to start with. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck is this? The Mazer gun. Oh, okay. So yeah, it's it's baked in. It's weird. <laughs> hmm. So, 
But I was, I thought there would be like extra scenes or something like that. Yeah. I mean, I got to a point in the game where I'm like, I haven't experienced this, so this could be new. Uh, I'd have to check, but it's been like a while since I fully yeah. beat it. Like since end of 2019, yeah. I think, right? Yeah. So I don't quite remember <laughs> everything that happened. Yeah. It's so that version of the game, the director's cut version is going to be free on the new like PlayStation Plus, I think premium oh, tier. Oh, so I, I'd recommend people play it if, if you at least have a curiosity. It, with a few asterisks, like it is not your standard open world game. Nope. Uh, it is not your standard game. It's it not is, a Metal Gear game. It is very like much an homage to video games. It's very corny at times. Like there's tons yeah. of like Mario references and like just video game references. A ton of characters say game over straight to your face and then wink at the camera after. Yes, they do. Yes, uh, they do. There's a, a fight segment that plays like an old arcade fighter. I'm like, what is this like love letter to games? Weird. But yeah, check, check it out. Um, great game though it's a pretty great game great game uh i'll do a last thing here because uh, i needed huh. a palette cleanser after uh huh. i finally played titanfall 2 titanfall 2 i forget what year it came out what was it 2016 uh yeah that might have been 2016 yeah i needed just something quick i needed a shooter i needed a different type of video game experience after right. like delivering packages for 50 straight hours and you didn't want to download fortnite no i did not uh, no i did not want to do the the dances as uh come on we yeah. gotta get in there <laughs> We could be the Predator, and we could be the Joker. Well, they took out the build mode, so I hear it's pretty fun now. Yeah, I hear that's, <laughs> that's really funny to me. That yeah. The no build mode is like getting a lot of good reception. Yeah. Could you imagine? <laughs> I think it's funny that they had to take it out to build new features and like their next uh, road of content with it. Yeah. <laughs> Bizarre. So I'm Bizarre. hopeful that they do cool stuff with it. But yeah, Titanfall 2 is like a quick six to eight hour pulpy first person shooter campaign you had talked about it years ago you really mm-hmm. hyped it up uh, it's from respawn. It yeah it's from respawn who did um apex legends they did the star wars jedi fallen order game mm-hmm. they did titanfall they did titanfall one they yeah. did some other stuff as well Mm, did they maybe they didn't no i don't think they did. okay so that's, <laughs> that's the that is their entire catalog of yeah, games yeah. but Man, it's frenetic. It's cool. It's got a lot of, like, interesting, like, mechanics. Um, You play as a pilot in this fucking, like, sci-fi new world that they've created. um, And Mm. it's based on, like, you know, pilots bonding with mechs and just kind of doing, like, missions around that. But, like, you're a character who's kind of like a... You're a rifleman. You're not actually a pilot. Like, you're kind of doing your pilot certification, and then a war just gets brought to your fucking front ah, door. I hate when that happens. And your your lieutenant gets killed, and then you have to just basically, like, become a, a, a mech pilot in the moment and kind of, like, save your crew and save the planet. Against, hang like, out with, uh, what is his name, BD? So, it's funny. I went it's from BT. one game with BTs. Oh, it's BT. Beach things from Death Stranding yeah. to another character named BT, who's this giant mech robot. Big titty. Yeah. Is what it stands for. Uh, <laughs> big Titan. What is it? Like Big Titan? Brute Titan? Big Titan Titan. Yeah. Man, it's it's fun. I think there's two different gameplay feels with it, right? Like as you're playing as like the first person pilot. Uh, mm-hmm. Very quick. A lot of wall running. A lot of yeah. like quick pickup gun shoot. Fucking duck and cover. Sliding. Yeah, yeah. Mantling. Just really frenetic first person shooter gameplay. A lot of interesting mechanics in there with like the time travel one where it's like you cut back and forth between like... That shit was so cool. Yeah. It's a highlight of the game. Yeah. It's a gimmick for like one level, but goddamn, like you're going through this old testing facility and like you have to do puzzles around like, oh shit, I can't pass the door here because it's like, it doesn't open or there's a flame hallway and then you go back to like a different point in time and it's like, oh, I can walk through it and 
Yeah, it's, you honestly could build a whole game around that. that conceit. I yeah. thought it was like in the entire game. I didn't realize it was just one nah, quick mechanic. Yeah, so, it's gone. <laughs> yeah, that's a cool one. It's like uh, called Timefall. <laughs> Titanfall, bro. You got to be a Titan all the time. Yeah, yeah. And there, you get an arc reactor that helps you kind of like fucking open doors and shit. I don't know. There's just a lot of like really cool, yeah. fun mechanics about it. Um, it was short and sweet. I like getting to play in the, the Titan too. You get to. Uh, you get a, a whole suite of like loadouts and shit to like play as like different types of uh, titans where you get like Ronin sword abilities or you get big like blasting grenade launchers. Um, really dynamic and fun there. And you get to fight titans in titan suits. I don't know, man. It's It was something. Like people had hyped it up for me like over the years of like a must play. And like I got to say, it is. Like, yeah. If you like first person shooters, like, goddamn. It's damn. fucking great. Goddamn. It's a fucking great game. I remember having a great time with it. I was like, oh man, should I go back to that? And I'm like, I got other things. I got I gotta deliver these packages. God damn it. I can't say like I maintained much of the story, mm. but I had a fucking fun time rolling through that campaign. It's a fun story. I yeah. think it's I think the highlights for me were like the connection between your your Titan and the main character. Yeah. Which is like, oh yeah, you're actually developing like a bond with this mm-hmm. this um piece of metal. <laughs> yeah. There's a point where you come across like a an actual like new lieutenant who's like kind of getting into this point where like you're you and bt meet up with their faction to kind of like kind of coordinate a bigger effort against the the enemy characters who are just kind of like i don't know weird bt or villains who are like kind of negging you the entire time and trying to stand in your way and she's mm-hmm. like well uh bt's like hey this is what we've got this is what we need to do and you get assessed and bt's like well he's not even a pilot and i forget her name sarah something she's like we need to set you up with a new pilot like don't worry we'll we'll get you with a certified pilot and he's like no i like cooper cooper and i have a good bond (laughs) and and like he's like we wouldn't be here where we are without cooper he's led this entire war effort and she's like you know what he's all we've got (laughs) so yeah i guess you you can continue to be together that's how you do it (laughs) yeah i don't know it's 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 super cool um i played a little bit of the multiplayer mode uh before we sat down and it's uh it was like a defense force like fucking horde mode situation it's it's interesting yeah the original titanfall was pvp yeah that's what it was and that was fun it was interesting Mm -hmm. um but yeah I, i feel like uh the expanding the modes out and then giving like a single player campaign to the sequel is what like kind of solidified that Mm -hmm. game it just apparently sold like shit when it came out because people were like i'm either gonna go with battlefield or call of duty Mm -hmm. titanfall's the new kid on the block i'm not gonna do that and we fucked it up well yeah that was the weird year where like ea put its own games up against each other and then didn't do a good job marketing this game against like the new battlefield that was coming out i'm like god damn why'd you do that yeah, that was a rough one. Yeah. Not sure. I think they thought that people would be buying both in in droves, and the answer was no. Yeah, no, they weren't. <laughs> you know, so they probably should have pushed a Titanfall two to like outside of the holiday season. But like, listen, that was then. Where now I feel like you got uh, companies like Capcom saying, "Hey, you know when we do horror games, we do them in fucking spring. We do them in like early year winter." Mm-hmm. Um, but back in the day, it was like we only release games near holidays Mm -hmm. i'm glad that that's like not as big of a thing but it still is for like the old school publishers yeah i could see that yeah Yeah, this would have made for a fun like summer game Mm -hmm. um and it it strikes me of like the old era of like fps games where it's like short campaign just really gets to the point interesting set pieces Mm -hmm. fun character moments they it seems like they set the game up for a third entry especially with the the way somebody puts like an apex card on your mech and like the main villain basically just walks away you never get like a real confrontation with that character yeah and i'm like okay that's weird so i killed 
uh, through your weird Titan lackey ranks, and I don't get to fight you? Okay. No. Sure. <laughs> no, you don't. Yeah. You gotta wait for Titanfall 3, which will <laughs> never happen, probably. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. I think they're probably gonna get stuck with the Star Wars Fallen. What do we want to call it? The Star Wars Jedi games? Star Wars Jedi. Yeah, there we go. Star Wars Jedi games. Next one's Jedi Survivor. Heck yeah, it is. Okay. Until we get a Titanfall Jedi crossover, then it'll all make sense. Oh, man. Wouldn't that be a sick game? You're jumping out of your fucking Titanfall with, like, a, a Jedi doing lightsaber tricks on the ground? I mean, there's already, like, fucking mechanized things in that game. Just fucking, oh, I'm playing as Cal, and then I can get into, like, an ATAT and just fucking right. commandeer it. Speaking of that kind of, like, you know, vehicle ground troop thing, I've heard Rogue Squadron's getting a reboot. Oh, okay. So that could be, like, a way to kind of do it a little bit. Because, like, remember how part... I know, the third one tried to do the ground troop thing, yeah. and it sucked. Uh, you could probably do a good one this time. Well, I made a weird face because, like, didn't we get a reboot? What was it? Like, Squadrons? No. Oh, was that a whole different thing? That's a whole different okay. bitch. Yeah, that's okay. a different bitch. Trying trying to remind you of Rogue Squadron, but it was a different thing. Mm. I hear it's fun. That's the team that's working on Dead Space. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. That's was like EA Emotive? Uh, Emotive? Yeah. Emotive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's I'm working on it. Well, right on, Titanfall 2. God damn it. I finally know. got to I'm it fucking... seven years later. Six years late Six to the party. Six years later to the party. Right on, it... right on. Yeah, I had it, like, added to my library, because it's like you do the thing with PlayStation Plus where it's like, oh, it was a monthly free game, I added it to my library and never played it, and then <laughs> I think, like, Chelsea had said she had played it. Uh, and yeah, she like, loved that. I was like, oh, shit, yeah, I should play that, and, like, it just, it fit right, like, because, like, mm-hmm. we're in this weird continued backlog season, this drought of new releases, and I'm like, let me just go back and play shit I haven't played before. New games yeah. ain't interesting right now, because there aren't no new games. Yeah. They're not coming out anymore. Jeff Keighley, you gotta announce them Jeff on Keighley, give us new games. Give us fucking new Cuphead. Give us Silk Song. Yeah, as far as new games, I've oddly only been waiting for, like, Fire Emblem Warriors. Which comes out this month, right? End of the month, yeah. Yeah. There's, like, not anything else I was super looking forward to, except for, like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but, like, well, I'm not talking about blockbusters anymore. I'm just mm-hmm. talking about, like, hey, here's this little thing that I want to go play, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got the quarry, I think, uh, on Friday. Yeah. So that'll be, fun. that'll be cool. But, yeah, it's, like, slim pickings. I, I know, slim you know, AAA pickings. games aren't the only thing that make gaming, but, like, that's a lot of what we like. But we also play, like, everything and anything. Yeah. So, you know. Well, you know, all these indie games are side scrollers about depression. I, I need I need that fucking adrenaline boost that a big old AAA game gives me, or an art house AAA game. Mm. You know, that's what I need in here, right? I don't need another fucking Celeste. <laughs> <laughs> They're working on something new, though. Oh, are they? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Matt makes games. Matt Actually, does. I don't know that it's <laughs> called Matt makes games anymore because uh, she transitioned. Now Maddie. Oh. Madeline, yeah. So. Well, fantastic. Fantastic. Well, I think that about wraps it up for our, our play segment. Very cool. Yeah. <laughs> Is that going to be your sign-off? Very cool. Do we have any last words from the Capcom captain? The Capcom captain has been, been sitting pretty eating silently. his salmon on row over here. I, I got to tell you, when Resident Evil 4 remake comes out, it'll be out. <laughs> it'll be out. It'll be a potential game of the year contender. A gaudy contender. Uh, Isn't it crazy to think that we're getting Dead Space remake in January and then that game two months later? Oh, yeah. Wow. But what do you think is going to sell more? Do you think a remake of one of the greatest games ever made or a remake of Dead Space? Mm. (laughs) It's tough because I think Capcom's on a hot street right now. Resident Evil games are selling pretty well. I think we're in a new age of people liking horror games. Uh, Yeah. uh, I don't know, man. 
I think Resident Evil 4 it's gonna be is probably going to sell a little better, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. Not, even, it's not even a competition. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we'll see. We'll see. No, I don't know. I know. Like, it's, it's not going to sell more. <laughs> like, it's straight up isn't. <laughs> fair enough fair enough well we didn't do the plug at the start but hey guys um if you want to go give us a, a listen on many different services yeah. uh find us over at soundcloud.com slash the save room show by the end of this week we will have a new episode new show new format a new up, program new program up called backtracks uh we did an episode no on us <laughs> called backtrack we <laughs> No S. Drop the S. It's clean. Drop the S. Clean. Um, so I'm still getting used to the way it feels in my yeah, mouth. Yeah. 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 It's back uh, but we did Lost World Jurassic Park as kind of the inaugural episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, we sure did. <laughs> uh, kind of um, in lieu of the, what, 25-year anniversary? Uh-huh. And that is uh, correct. the new movie that's coming out, Jurassic Park Dominion. Jurassic so, World Dominion. Oh, my God. I'm Listen, sorry. Man. It's been a long podcast. Gotta get this right. Jurassic World Dominion. We're not gonna get any sponsorships if we're out here going, we undies. You know <laughs> <laughs> they undies they undies yeah. come on <laughs> but yeah check that out um, we're excited I think we have 10 episodes planned for that kind of first season yeah I guess yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we even said like oh our next one's gonna be Constantine and I'm thinking in the back of my head is it is it though we told the people it would be i don't care what i tell people <laughs> no i think we should stick to that it's idea. about what you do <laughs> yeah so find us uh, over on soundcloud you can also find us on spotify stitcher mm. google play uh, itunes wherever the fuck um i already did the twitch plug yeah you if did. you want to give us a follow over on twitter at save room show i haven't logged into the twitter on my new phone so oh I yeah probably gonna flag our account and be like do, do you recognize this device yeah, yeah, I haven't done <laughs> not yet. but yeah thanks for listening uh hope you guys have a good rest of your weekend and uh stay safe out there and remember to save your video games oh yeah that's the sign off yeah i got into trouble uh with eternal darkness where i didn't save my game and i lost like three hours of progress oh yeah uh, and i was thinking like oh remember that old sign off i used to say or remember to save your game because the save room <laughs> yeah and I just stop doing it yeah and then i fucking you can't live your own mantra game. Can't live my mantra. Practice what you preach, Kevin. Do as I say, yeah. not as I do. Okay? Because you're not cool enough to be me. <laughs> <laughs>